and welcome to Podcats. I am the guest. <laughs> what? Oh, What's going on? That was very unfair, Matt. I thought that was a decent enough introduction. <laughs> You're just like it's the not, dad sitting at the front row of the talent team, just kind of tossing <laughs> tomatoes at your Whoa. own daughter. You're shit at violin. Do it better. <laughs> You'll never amount to anything. We never I'm having you. massive flashbacks to having a father. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you brought his dead dad into this, Matt. Fuck. Oh, it's all oh, your fault, shit. Matt. God well, you've ruined, you've ruined the opening, but we're going to be stuck with that now. <laughs> and that's good, because this is the Outrage Special. Dun, the Outrage dun, Special. Dun. Oh, oh, actually, I have an update from last week's podcast. Oh, oh do we? Oh. I have played We Happy Few for five hours. Oh, oh. Did you get out to the first area? <laughs> I got to the final area. Mm. They've patched Did it, it now. Did it look you different? Fa- yes. Really? Mm. Seriously, because the second area doesn't look different, and I gave up at that point. I was like, okay. oh, it's not just No, I, I found out some interesting things about We Happy Few, which made me like it a little more. They patched it, first of all, so, like, li- the resources go down a lot slower. Yeah. It's a lot easier to find. Um, some other things are a bit easier. How, how do they make it easier to find? They're just, there's just more tough linen. You just spawn it more often. <laughs> yeah. You, you just go to the linen emporium and there's tough linen just everywhere. <laughs> but it turns out it's randomised whether you need to do the bee thing or something else. Mm. Yeah. Um, now, it turns out there's four islands. There's, there's the first island, and then you need to get into the second slum island so to get whatever thing you need to get into the nice island. Yeah, I found that out in my video. That ah, now... It turns out, law-wise, you are put in the slum island by the police because you're a downer. It's the downer islands where they put all the downers. Uh-huh. I guess that that's for the, the fact reason. everyone else is a downer. Yeah, yeah, but that's why it's confusing at the start when you wake up and you think, did, did I escape? Or, no, no, you were put there by the police. It was nice and to put you in a little safe room, though. Yeah, it is. I like that you have room. a safe room on every island as well. Because as soon as you get the second island, I found a safe room. I was like, ooh, it's exactly really? the same as the other one. Well, I, weirdly, when I played it, I went to the second island and immediately left because I, for some reason, was able to get through everything really fast. And the, the third island, it gets very, it gets, becomes a completely different game. Uh-huh. Because on the third island... It becomes island, a 2D platform. <laughs> no, it's weird. Because on the third island, you're dealing with police. You're dealing with actual shops. You have to keep your joy high because if you're not on joy, everyone gets really suspicious of you. There are gardens... There are like really nice houses, and that's why when you take joy in the slum area, nothing gets nice because it's it's a slum. And this it, the game changes entirely in the third in the nice big island. So what oh, you're I saying remember. is they fucked up their game by just leaving everyone in a load of shit that yeah. they couldn't get yeah. through to get to their if good game. If you basically just play oh with a random number it's generator the Final Fantasy for 13 ten hours, problem, isn't then it? at the end of that, you'll eventually just stumble across the number 7,841, and then you're allowed into a better game. Yeah. But, but here's, here's the annoying thing, that uh, at least with my random generation, I assume, was to get into the main island, you needed to be on joy and dressed correctly. You need a fancy suit mm-hmm. as well. Yep, fine. Got through there. You know what I needed to get into the final island? Joy in a fancy suit. A unicorn. No, be on joy. So I walked through the third island, which was the interesting island, and then left the third island immediately. <laughs> but what, what, so what are you supposed to, to do the in the third island? island? Just find joy? I don't know. This I, is I, like, I, this is the video game equivalent of the phrase, if you don't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Like, no, <laughs> the third island was the interesting island where you have to actually blend in and... Yeah. Like do rec- like do all this weird shit. But you literally just and skip through it. 
I deal with joy addiction, and on my random generation, I'm assuming it's not the same for everyone, I just was able to skip through it, because to get to the final island, you just need more joy. So you need to play for five to ten hours in the boring, terrible, uninteresting <laughs> well, no, no. world, in I order to spend five, five seconds in the interesting world that you then run <laughs> no, straight I out I played of. five hours on multiple playthroughs. The playthrough where I got to the last island, I what played for 20 doing? minutes. 20 minutes. I played for 20 minutes. I got a really lucky generation, which made it ridiculously easy. Yeah, that's the problem we have with the game, though, is that it is totally random, so there's, like, yeah. no... it's either it. impossibly hard... Is it still all grid? Is it still all grid on, like, the third island and stuff? Um, no, kind of. <laughs> so, yes. No, kind, <laughs> of. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of. Kind of a wibbly grid. Okay. Sorry, Matt, more... when did you start your career as a politician? <laughs> <laughs> they add more sort of dead ends and roundabouts and shit into it. So it's a little bit nicer. Right. The last sounds, the and if you do, if you don't stay on the left and look right before you run out, then the police are on to you. Did, did, no, did you know what the, the fourth island is though? Uh, space. You go to no. space and it becomes a shit. The, the fourth island is the second and first island without any houses. Oh my fucking god! That's so it's just countryside. Yes. So it's so you are being hunted. But definitely, but, this there's time. nothing there. You just sort of walk through it and you get to another bridge, which is how you escape. And then I died at that bridge because I had the plague and I have—I still don't know how to cure the plague. I got the plague at the first island and I just sort of got there and died from the plague. Yeah. Yes, I, I've never found any way to cure the plague. No. You just, you just get the plague be... and then you die. I heard yeah. that fire was pretty effective back in the it's... olden days. Just burn a city to the ground. Like, I'm sat there going around and going, oh, this could be a really good game. Why is it so badly designed? <laughs> and then... <laughs> Uh, yeah. That was, yeah, that was my response to it. There's my my more experienced view of the game. Anyway, well done. Hey, should we get there. started on the uh, outrage special? Because we had three, four bits of incredible. Actually, I'll say this now: that sort of before the end, about forty-five minutes before the end of this uh, live stream, probably the entire second half, will be an entirely spoiler-filled talk about the new Harry Potter book-slash-play, because I want to tear it a new one, and what and uh, John have seen the play. I've only read the script book that was released. I'm going to fuck off and make dinner. Yeah, he can fuck <laughs> off and make dinner. But until then, we can talk about something that he Matt can, likes, because apparently the new Happy Batman few again. is shit. Oh, Apparently the the so. Batman Telltale, new Batman Telltale game is apparently really shit. Well, it doesn't work for Steam. A lot of Steam users, the people who have been able to get it to work, so it's the just reviews like the have Arkham been quite games. positive. <laughs> just, oh. That's actually a Batman trope now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it, well, it doesn't well, work. But if it did work, people are indicating it's good. But it just well, this doesn't is a weird work. Thing. According to Steam reviews, is, I haven't really followed it. I asked for, for, I got email. I asked for press copies. The two emails didn't get any response. Got an email today saying we have press copies available. Email if you want one. I did, and they didn't send one. So, <laughs> um, I, I don't. I, I don't know. The Steam reviews are very bad. I was. I was very excited about it, and... Uh, PC gamers get very upset if the PC version works worse than the console version, which I think may be colouring some people's perception. Yes, but still, though. But are they colouring it black? Because if not, it's not a Batman game. Mm. <laughs> Plus, it's, it's almost weirdly unforgivable that Telltale will be able to make this game not work on PC, given it is basically the same game that they've been making oh, and remaking over and over engine. for five yeah, years this has at this multiplayer, point. local multiplayer. Graphically, I mean, Which, assume it's the same engine, because well, graphically well, it looks yeah. identical. No, it is, hang yeah, on, hang on, well, we, we glossed right over that. This has multiplayer? Yeah, no, it's, it's got you local, can mo no. choose to vote. Yeah. You vote on decisions. Yeah, as you have group. twelve local. Oh, that's you vote. It's, it's stupid. Like Jack I, I was hoping Jackbox. I could play right. someone else. 
Imagine Jackbox, where you get two options and you just choose the option on screen and whoever gets the most votes wins. It's the most pointless voting system oh in the world. Which is, I think, actually what happened in Star Wars The Old Republic, wasn't it? Because then if you had multiple people, you actually voted on whether you were, like, which way to go in all the choices and whichever one the most players voted for actually was the one the story went down. I'm pretty sure that's how Old Republic did it. Yeah, but it's not like it, it's just co-op, local co-op. That's all it is. Mm. It was, it was, like it was more funny thing. in the old republics. It meant just like occasionally, like characters would randomly swing between utter malevolent Sith evil and mawkish Jedi virtue. No, you know what this is? It's Twitch plays. That's all it is. But like made into the. Wh- it why? doesn't work over the amount of people that Twitch have, though, does it? They actually came out on the record. No, twelve. Mm. Only twelve. Yeah, I've just looked it up. It's apparently they went. Yeah, it's twelve. Everyone's like, oh, Twitch kind of thing. No, twelve. I like the idea, it's like, okay, I've got 12 friends over, let's play this game. <laughs> See, you've now I've got 12 friends totally over, but I don't actually like me. them that much, and we can't talk about anything, <laughs> we've got nothing in common. Shit, distract them, distract them. Interestingly, it's got mostly positive reviews on Steam now, even yeah. though all the most helpful reviews are negative. Ooh. I was going to say, uh, you've really sold me on the idea of having one where I get to play as the Joker and someone else gets to play as Batman, and we have to see who can make the decisions the smartest. Oh, that's real. That's a fun that would be a idea. fun game. A Why fun- didn't they I mean, do it's that? Like, it's more of a it's more of a one shot kind of thing, but Telltale games tend to be there's yeah. a sort of a story that you play. Like you actually, so there's not always a right answer because you're playing against someone. Else. Who's playing their joke around? So, yeah, so it's one where it's sort of like, if you go down certain paths, there's a sort of, if you go down this route and they went down this route, you get that ending, and you can make all the same decisions as Batman, but if Joker's making different decisions, you'll still get a different ending. Or, or you could have the Joker trying to get away with a crime, and you kind of you mess it up in certain ways. Like there's there's ways yeah. you mess it up. You don't get away with everything perfectly, and then as Batman, you have to work out the ways it messed it up to solve out what the crime was and how it went down. Oh, so. that would be really good. But that actually sounds like a proper game and not a Telltale game. <laughs> that yeah, sounds not, not wonderful, but that does sound like a proper game. We could make yeah. that is, game. Is there like a is is there a real like when I say real world? Is there sort of like a film or TV? thing or, or even book series that we can relate to telltale of, of the idea of just let's make the same thing again and again but with a slightly different license no a lot Choose of people are adventure. saying that it is basically just the boring old origin story without any real interesting twist to it it is just the boring bruce wayne saw parents get murdered then decided to become spider-man because he got bitten by a radioactive spider on I the mean, same day which was a really shitty day that's two bad things happen on the same day this is launching right at the same time as suicide squad ah. and Hang and on, is this the same origin story which has him being a child for ages that Gotham went down? Oh, God. No, same as Suicide Squad and, and right. Do you think we're telling the Batman story a few too many times at the same time? Well, this Possibly. is the thing, though. Suicide Squad and, and, and sort of Batman v Superman went, okay, everyone knows the fucking Batman origin story. Let's skip it completely. Good. Yeah. Good job. Well done. And they kind of skipped a bit too far and went straight to the end. <laughs> And then also we we had uh, the the cartoon out the other day as well, uh, Dark Knight Returns. What was it? No, it wasn't Dark Knight Returns. It was um, Killing, Killing Joke. Killing Killing joke, joke. Killing joke. We had the Killing Joke released. Really <laughs> All of the non-Batman fans go. We know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Because actually, do you know why? It's because we look at that and go, yeah, that's interesting. Whereas all the that's other Batman that. shit fades together. We're looking no, at that like, it, isn't oh, it? That's the thing. We got the killing joke, which is a, a very interesting. No, Batman there is one then... Batman that's worth paying attention to, and that's Lego, Lego Batman. Batman. Lego Batman. <laughs> And Lego Batman's been launched. That so we have all trailer these at Comic Con was just wonderful. 
That is Honestly, everything we've... I want from a Batman story, is having to put up with uh, Robin and learn how to be a real human being. A fucking Michael, Sarah. Oh my god, it's basically an Arrested Development spin-off, and I'm so down with that. I'm so excited <laughs> for that. I'm so, that's just uh, dreams. All just my dreams coming true. I thought I've it was Emma Blackberry, but... Um... I've only started watching Arrested Development in the last few weeks. That's a fun fact about a really, really good show that I didn't quite watch. I, I haven't seen it. Should I watch it? Should Yes. It's on yes. Netflix, right? It's Yeah, that's where I'm watching it. It's really good. It's really good. It's like genuinely, like, because I'm watching Archer as well. Because, you, you know, there's Archer's those... Archer's the best. There's those shows that people say a lot about, and you're like, oh, I'm going to totally watch that thing. And those two actually hold up to the good things people say about them. No, Archer is excellent. It goes a bit iffy in the more recent seasons when they go, let's become a, a private detective <laughs> well, agency. They're called they're called ISIS. Like in this yeah. whole, like they they're a secret agency called ISIS because ISIS was a thing then, and they're going, this is brilliant. So there are like fifty new jokes per episode that you, they just didn't <laughs> intend to write, and it's the best thing. Yeah, it's like there's loads of explosions. Like, oh, who would believe ISIS would do this? I'm like, well, that, that, that. Speaking of the Olympics, um, oh god. No. <laughs> They fired the entire security team of the Olympics four days before the Olympics. So now there's a whole bunch of pissed off people who know the inside and outs of the Olympics that are, just don't have jobs and probably not places to stay because they probably were like imported from, I don't know, wherever they still have slaves. Uh, so, oh, God. Yeah, God probably has slaves. So oh God. there's all this. There's all these people who know the in and outs of the security with no jobs and nowhere to go, just hanging around Rio right now. And uh, uh, Rio, which is some sort of like poisonous snake pit of oh. death, where well, antibiotics they... are going to be considered like enhancing drugs because everyone's going to have typhoid. Um, swimmers to keep their mouths closed. Yeah, didn't they? <laughs> oh, they said God. three teaspoons of water is enough to make you like really get really ill. In the the that's that is a not that's not a lot of water that's not even a tablespoon they couldn't even measure it in tablespoons when you can't measure the amount of stuff that will kill you in tablespoons you know that's a thing you should be avoiding it's not good there's also the great thing in that they are covering up the slums with walls they're just putting walls in front of them <laughs> so you can't see them. <laughs> Not even kidding. On the highway from the airport to sort of the Olympic Village, there are walls along the side, so you can't see the things. They said they're sound barriers. Is that culture developers? Do you know why it's sound barriers? Do you know why it's sound barriers? Because the sounds of the fucking crime, the gunshots going off, all the races will start at different times. They've got this one clear section, which just shows a new school that they built. They have a clear section. Just a window. Yeah, and then, like, you know, they near the Olympic Village, they uh, asked a load of people who were living near there, like, hello, I know you've lived here for many years, but we need this for the Olympic Village, so you're evicted. Yeah, London did that as well, though, because that's what the Olympics do. I like that yeah. the Olympics are the uh, second most horrifically corrupt, massive sporting event that we have, after, of course, everyone's favourite, the World Cup. With Qatar leading the way in 2022. <sighs> why, why are these sporting events so horribly <laughs> Oh, it's because, like, there's like this one is like, hey, everybody could die because of that virus thing that we have that spread by mosquitoes, and then it could all just, like, pass around the world, and this is, like, the start of pandemic. But we piss off Coca-Cola, so they, they've got a lot of lawyers and money. So it's basically, they said they're going to do the thing, so they have to do the thing, otherwise they'll be sued to bankruptcy. And that's why they have to keep it going. 
It's going to be great. It's going to be yeah. fucking hilarious. And to answer I'm your excited. question, why is it all corrupt? Is because there's an awful lot of money in sports for some oh, yeah, reason. Oh, Russia's banned as well, aren't they now? And well? if there's oh, an oh, awful yeah. lot of money, I thought they something. just got away with it, or are they no, they're yeah. banned, banned on a sport by sport basis. No, they got banned from the Olympics, and Putin came out and went, "This is a travesty." Oh, I thought they weren't like, banned. Really I thought they weren't banned. Yeah, yeah I'm they, sure they I saw the news the other day. They weren't. Yeah, it came out. They're banned, and then it was like, "Nah, lols, no." So like the the the, the, the um some of the teams are still banned, and then every other sport can decide whether or not to ban them. But they've oh. been given so little time they'll never be able to do it in time. Seventeen hours ago, full international Olympic committee supports decision not to ban Russia. Yeah, you know you know what you really don't want to be advertising like because there's all these big corporate sponsors and stuff like you don't want to be advertising water during these Olympics. I think that's just rubbing it in. <laughs> oh, there's many. Okay. It's, it's going to be a shit show. But that's an outrage for next week. Next week, we'll talk about how that's going wrong. Uh, apparently, the opening ceremony is just going to be this dude who has like a hoop and a stick and he just runs around the whole thing like, Lay in the hoop, and then it just ends. Wait, was that well, not even the first outrage? It was originally going to be a giant uh, water show, but for some reason, <laughs> Shamu just isn't feeling up to it anymore. <laughs> just a ma- massive killer flying upside down in this tank. <laughs> Get it in the world's biggest toilets quickly. <laughs> oh, that, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so Hot that's coming. Dory right there. Hey, should we talk about another thing? Suicide Squad's been absolutely panned to shit. Has it? Oh my god, it's been panned to shit so hard. Right, this is my favorite headline ever. Fans have started a petition to shut down Rotten Tomatoes. I know. <laughs> it's I don't know who they're like expecting tens to of it thousands of signatures. Who, who do they think is going to do this? The internet like, police? But that's the definition, right, of shooting the messenger. Because Rotten Tomatoes isn't reviewing anything. They're reviewing it. That's just collecting it. But apparently it's sitting at like 39% or something. It's horrifically low. There's loads of shit that's come out about it, right? It was written in six weeks. The entire <laughs> film. From no idea to finished script, six weeks. I wow. have mostly just been looking at the filming stories. And all of the filming stories sound like this is sort of breaking human rights sort of thing. Like, yep. the director was totally into all of the actors being method. And it's like, yeah, who says, I've got a crazy clown who goes around killing people. You should <laughs> be a method actor no. for that. He ended know? up sending right. all his uh, all the, his co-stars things like dead pigs and no. porn you know the, uh, with think... him having cums on it and stuff. Like, that Jared was the sort of stuff set... that happened on set. He... It was like, no, Jared Lowe oh. sent... Uh... Margot Robbie, like a fucking box with a, a, a live rat in and like some note and a picture of some. And apparently he wouldn't interact with them offset and on set he'd always be in character. And apparently Will Smith said, He's a weirdo, I don't like the guy, I didn't invite him to my, my fucking. Right, party. When a Scientologist calls you a weirdo. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. It's kind of sad. We probably should remember, because... like, it's, pr- it's a pretty good masterclass on how to make good trailers. They oh, made yeah. some really good trailer. trailers out of this well, mess. Well, of course, yeah, but they've got all the most famous DC villains all in a room together with interesting shots with explosions. Of course, uh, they can make no, that. and they also have Captain not. Boomerang. 
Sorry, they have not got the most famous DC villains all in a room together. Where's Penguin? Where's Lex Luthor? Where's uh, the Riddler? Where's all the good? There are lots of. What's the point? Where is Penguin? Okay, they've got the ones that people cosplay as quite a lot in the the room. Really, they have the Joker and Harley Quinn and some others. Deadshot, Killer Croc. Captain Boomerang. We all know Captain Boomerang, obviously. Yeah, yeah. he's that guy that Famous gives you the Captain boomerang, boomerang in Zelda. Thanks, Captain Boomerang. I want the, ext- I I want the full extended scene of the, you know, that bit at the beginning where they say, I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people in the world. Why is Captain Boomerang on this list? He's really, really... Da- how? He's Captain... <laughs> he's, he's, he, he throws Boomerang. Look, he's the worst no. of the worst. Or Okay, I'm just scared of Boomerangs, all right? <laughs> I only knocked him out because I'm scared of Boomerangs. They keep coming back, for fuck's sake. I don't get rid of them. <laughs> I, got, I got a Lego of... Um, I got a Lego set. It's like... Uh, it's Killer Croc and Lego the Bat Tank. And Killer Croc has this cool, like, little mobile thing. It's got, little, it's got like, a... a crocodile mouth and it goes up and down when you go along and he just has his little stick attached to it with a little thing on the top with just Captain Boomerang on wearing his little beanie with holes and boomerangs <laughs> Captain just... Boomerang is the sort of superhero that Hawkeye would laugh at just sort of like you think you're a superhero I've got a bow and arrow that's a better power at least well, I'm faster it's than a, exactly Mystic if everyone's up in a bit of a standoff of. where one of them's about to shoot the other you know Hawkeye's gonna win because the arrow gets to go in a straight line <laughs> yep <laughs> It's like he just Captain throws it off to the side. Wait a minute. <laughs> Coming around. Do you mind if I throw mine two seconds, you know, before you? Because then it's fair. It's got Ant-Man hanging on the end of a boomerang. Fuck, 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 fuck. It's got 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Suicide Squad, 24% top critics. I'm quite concerned because the, the, the problem with DC, right, is they, they have, I think, probably the strongest lineup of, of superheroes. Clearly not. No. They're better villains. I'd like to make a point that's very important. The highest, because the DC is doing this DC Extended Universe thing, just like Marvel. The highest rated DC Extended Universe film, which is Man of Steel, has mm. 55%. The lowest rated Marvel one is Thor The Dark World with 66%. Marvel's worst is still 11%. Higher than DC's no, best no, at this but point. But this harsh Dark World, it was an alright film. No, Dark World's <laughs> awful. But this is the thing, like, when, I say, when I say they good. have the strongest lineup, I just mean like they have probably some of the most recognisable superheroes in the they have, in they have Superman easily. and they have Batman and then everyone else is Marvel. Wonder Woman, <laughs> Flash, most people know those people. And, and the I thought Flash was Batman Marvel. Okay, okay, no, no, he's DC. I always thought that Flash was Marvel and I saw him in a, he was in the trailer for Justice League and I was like... Why the fuck's this guy there? Were you watching that scene because uh, Rick and Morty are in the background? Yes, Rick and Morty are in the background. <laughs> that that is the, the highlight bit. of the DC universe. <laughs> is uh, Actually, one screenshot of Rick and Morty. Yeah, I think I think it's the problem with DC at the moment is Warner Bros are far too controlling and they're trying to mainstream everything. Are they well, taking it away e- from DC and not letting DC do their own Honestly, thing? Honestly, no. I don't even think it's just that. I think it's that um, they are literally. They're rushing to keep up with with, with Marvel. Oh, That's yeah. what you say that they wrote yeah. the script in in, in six weeks because they're rushing. You, to, you to can't do the Avengers without the films that came before them to set it all up. No, and they tried to do the Avengers in one film. Yeah, and the you other know, problem is that DC fundamentally are based on an older generation of heroes, and the problem with that is they come from 
a generation of which they're nearly all gods, which yeah, makes yeah. it really hard for them to coexist because you're like, I, I, I've heard the argument that any member of the Justice League can destroy the entire Avengers, and it's true. Like, yeah. the, but because of that, there's no reason to have all of the Justice League together because there's nothing strong enough Whereas if one of the Justice League comes into the Marvel world, you need the Avengers because no one's quite that good and everyone's a bit more fallible in the Marvel universe, which yeah. well, that's, makes that's for why I like good Batman, plot. Because you just wandering around with all these fucking gods just like, I'm here as well, hello. Well, Batman is, is Tony Stark. Batman and Tony Stark are pretty much the exact same character. They just well, have Well, Batman is interesting. Tony Stark isn't, then. No, Tony Stark is interesting. Marvel's Tony Stark is interesting. interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Tony Stark's incredibly interesting character, what with, you know, the fact he's a fucking warmonger who turns good after seeing his shit that goes down. He's a massive alcoholic. He has a lot more demons than Batman's dead parents. Yeah, <laughs> and he's gone on a really interesting arc over his three films and two, well, uh, two Avengers no, and everything. He, I, I am not talking about fucking Tony Stark and Civil War, because that shit pisses me off, because his arc's like, and we reset, let's do it again. Yeah. Like, at the end of Iron Man 3, like I'm like, all right, you drill the line there, that is told that guy's story. And yeah. then in, 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 like, in Civil War, he's like, oh, I'm still doing it. And I'm like, okay, that works sort of with his attic thing. But I feel like he actually had a breakthrough and escape from all this. And this is just, like, pulling it Wasn't out. Wasn't that, like, the it. reason, like, they, they're like, oh, oh, Pepper isn't here because we had a fight. It's like, I feel like they just used that, A. They just were like, okay, we need a reason to get to, uh, to get him back in the suit. Well, they're time. losing yeah. all of the women. We can't explain this. Yeah. Um, Gwen's, uh, uh, fucking, okay, we can't get her back for this film either. Okay. Yeah. Ah, perfect. We'll just say he's addicted to it and she's left him temporarily. I'm wondering yeah. what the excuse they're going to be for getting rid of Natalie Portman is because they don't want her back anymore. She's too expensive. Yeah. So they I don't know how they're going to explain girls, Thor really. doesn't want Natalie Portman anymore. Well, just knowing Thor, they'll be like, yeah, she was eaten by a demon and then they'll just carry on and nobody else. She's busy <laughs> being a scientist in Peru where there's no phones. Yeah. So... Yeah. I'm also, here's, also here's a letter from her saying she'd now like you to be in an open relationship, so feel free <laughs> to go and be with someone else. Uh, no, I'm uh, actually yeah. curious whether or not Marvel are about to start running into a problem of people refusing to take smaller roles in films. Because now they've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If they offer you someone's love interest and you're like, yeah, but I've seen who else you have in your roast roster... And I'd actually like to play a lead at some point. So I'm going to, like, are they going to hit the point where they're like, no one's going to actually agree to be the sidekicks because everyone wants to be the lead characters in five years' time? See, I don't know, because we've had a lot of really minor characters, like big actors in minor character roles. I mean, like Martin mm. Freeman was my favourite example of just turning up in Civil War playing God knows oh, who. But that the yeah, but he's no. clearly going to be coming back. The Dean back was my favourite. Actually, no. playing... Not the Dean, he's, my he's credited favorite. credited as the Dean as well. Is, is he genuinely credited as yeah. the Dean? Yeah, he is. Oh my God, that's in character. Oh <laughs> he's my the God. Dean of the university, you see. Oh my God, everything's great. No, my favorite everyone is Iron Man 3, and it's What's-His-Face from Happy Endings. I can't remember the name of. The yes. guy like freaks out and is super yes. sad that it's Tony Stark. That, I just, that whole scene, I'm in floor. If you've never seen Happy Endings, I think it's, it's cancelled now. One of the finest sitcoms of any time, really. Super um, just... Oh my god! Is that okay? okay? I'll take that back. It's not the finest. It's just so fucking funny. The the just the the fi the quick fire dialogue, which normally I'm like I'm not super keen on, but it is like it's it's machine gun dialogue. It's 
stunning for it. Of course, the best sitcom of all time ever is Better Off Ted, and there will be no arguments to that fact, not on I'll my have podcast. Coupling, but uh, Better Off Ted is definitely up there. Coupling is a very close second because of the fourth series. I think Faulty Towers. I think no. Faulty Towers isn't funny. I recently Faulty rewatched Faulty Towers, and I'm like, yeah. Some of it hasn't aged well. Some of it really actually hasn't aged. Yeah, uh, what's his face? The Colonel uh, saying, and I'm going to call it here, the N-word a fair bit is, uh, yeah, doesn't age well, that. Doesn't <laughs> no, no, age soon. Well. Honestly, the whole Germans episode doesn't really stack up particularly no. well. That's, <laughs> no, just become not, that's just become weirdly uncomfortable and weird. I yeah. saw Tarzan today, the, the legend of Tarzan. Right? Why? Did you have nothing else? I'm not working you hard enough if you've actually got time to go see <laughs> the legend of Tarzan. I, I'll go see any fucking film now at this point. I'm literally right. I've got to the point where I'm like, I'm just going to get on DVD because the space is now like two or three months. The fact, like, hey, the fact that you... In Sainsbury's, here's Zootopia. I was like, shit, I thought that wasn't even out in cinemas yet. So... <laughs> Oh, so Tokyo's got... wonderful. Well worth watching. I'm looking forward to watching that. I've still got Deadpool to watch as <laughs> no, well. But this is That's it, very Dan. Good too. It's it's cheaper for me to just go to the cinema because I, I, it doesn't cost me anything to go to the cinema and watch them. Why? Do you break the fact that you... It's because you no. wear all black. You just sneak no, in with lights. because I pay £15 a month to see on the movie He also films. gets in so, on okay, child fare. So it does cost you money. <laughs> well, yeah, but it doesn't cost me... like it, watch, Getting it on DVD later is more money than... than regardless. like like... Eight pounds? Regardless, I went to see it today, right, and I thought it was a remake of Tarzan. No, it's a sequel, and it deals with racism and slavery, and also the Belgians being dickheads in (laughs) the the 1900s. I hate the Belgians. What a bunch of dicks. The Belgians. Belgians. Christopher Waltz plays an angry Belgian. Oh, Christopher Waltz is in it. I'll watch that then, yeah. Christopher Waltz is in it. Also, Sam Jackson's in it. He's Tarzan's sidekick, and he doesn't actually do anything for the whole movie. Bloody chip-eating bastards. Wait, sorry. I don't want to sound racist, but isn't Tarzan's sidekick normally a monkey? Like a big monkey. That's normally his thing. Oh, yeah. He fights the big monkey. He fights... Fi- fi- okay, good. I just I just, yeah. I just, wanted to make sure there wasn't someone in monkey face. That's basically no. what I'm trying to say. No, there. but they use, the, <laughs> they use many N words. They use negress. That's a good Brilliant. One. That's a wonderful word. Yeah, that's a, it. That's was a weird. I was sat there going, and there's these weird sex scenes, and there's this bit where like <laughs> with the monkey, through, <laughs> the elephant, no, and the she, monkey. She's wandering through this house, right, Jane, Mary Jane, and and Mary she's Jane? just like that's Spider Man, Mary fucking whatever, Jane, me, Tarzan, you, Jane. It's in the title. Yeah, that they, they do say that many times, and um. James and she wandered through the house and she's like bird sounds like ah mating call of that bird ooh it's a mating call of a cheetah ooh mating call of an alligator and then he comes up behind her and they stop fucking snogging and then they go I'm sort of going is this a kids movie because this is dealing with some pretty intense thing. like she has a miscarriage at the start like what, what the start what? of the bang <laughs> Jesus and he kept going fuck he must not have had much jungle loving. Well, she was making the noise of an alligator mating at the time. <laughs> this is a 12A, and I'm sat there through this whole movie thing, and it was a fucking kids movie. And I'm going, this is some pretty heavy themes. Rick. Back in my like, day, Toy Story was a 12A because it got a little bit scary. They, kids have anything. Well, hang on, what was are. what rating was up? Because up, up is bloody. Up the, is a U. But see, that's what? the thing, right? You if can't have got, up being a U. The opening's like, traumatising. If it's got oh. titties in it, it's an 18. If it's got the insides of a human being well, splattered against a wall, PG. it's a 15, right? If, and this is the important one, if, so we got titties, the gore, if it's devastating, then it's a U. They, Kids they have to have learn. This. Kids have to learn. 
They do have the scene of a gorilla just just fucking repeatedly just pounding Tarzan's <laughs> back and breaking it. Whoa, 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 whoa. A, a gorilla fucking pounding like, a Tarzan. Jesus. Fucking hell, that. I just have to go. Ask you could have picked a better phrasing for that. Did you go like to this little seedy cinema? Like, there's only people wearing trench coats and sunglasses in. There were children there. Oh and one dear! Of them crying and hatching. <laughs> makes it even worse, Matt. It wasn't like Tarzan, masturbator of the jungle, or anything no, like that, like, was it? No. It was. It was so weird. And then Christopher Waltz got eaten by alligators at the end. Oh, spoiler warning! <laughs> oh, it's just like the whole time I sat there. Like every time something happens, I'm like, they're fucking hell. This is some pretty heavy shit. And just... Wow. <laughs> And then oh. Jane goes for an abortion, and Tarzan follows her into the clinic, and they have sex on the table, and bloody but then, hell. Yeah, but then Jane regrets it, and she commits suicide <laughs> at the end, using, like, Tarzan's, like, knife that he's had, his dad gave him, some shit, and, like, he finds that, he has it with him still, but it feels, like, dirtier now, no, somehow. No, and when, he goes up to a monkey, and the monkey pounds when, him and pounds him. And he was when they, really looking forward to No Man's Sky, and now that shit, and he's lost everything in his life, ah... Oh. When they both died, did they get a tombstone that says he was Tarzan, she was Jane? <laughs> wow, that's, that is dark as fuck. One, one of the great bits in it is, um, there's a fucking right. Matt, he, it he, sounds all pretty great, to be perfectly honest. It sounds amazing. The, 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 one of the villains of the film who wants Tarzan dead, it turns out he wants him dead because Tarzan killed his son... Right? That sounds Viciously reasonable. murdered his son, and Tarzan's like, no, 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 it's fine. He killed my mother, and he's like, what the fuck? How- he was literally a child, and he was like, well, well, he's Belgian. Fuck Belgians. Belgians. Bloody chip-eating bastards. He was like, we have to stop the Belgians. And he's like, why? And he's like, because they're going to get mercenaries coming and enslave you all. And he's like... Very what? few films touch upon the fact that we do need to stop the Belgians. <laughs> Does it come on? Yeah, did, it did the Belgians nice have a really have. sinister imperial theme music where when the Belgian army marched in, there was a really bratty theme playing? <laughs> so everyone knew to fear the Belgians. It's like the Belgian king has taken over the Congo. He, has, he is broke and he's having to get like enslave people to get diamonds to pay mercenaries to also hold the Congo and get more slaves but wow. bloody Belgium. it's nice for it not to all be blamed on the British for once because it's normally our fault well in all fairness yeah. in Africa no, it was mostly it. our fault the British are yeah. in it with their amusing mustachios I'd like to point out it's got a 35 on her <laughs> on her Rotten Tomatoes so it's a little bit better than Suicide Squad actually what's the guy's name um, oh god he's the, uh, a guy in Harry Potter um Elvis Dumbledore. No, not Elvis Dumbledore. <laughs> Severus <laughs> Snape. He, he was one Horace of the. Horace Slughorn. He was one of. Uh, he Bertha was one of the Hagrid. He was one of. The... Steve. Slughorn. Slughorn. Yeah, no, actual Slughorn. Serious? Yeah, Slughorn. He's in it. He plays the Prime Minister, I think. Oh, of Belgium. Thingy, thingy McThingy. Oh, England. Oh, you. Slater. Slater. Broadband. Roy Slater. Broadband. Yes, yes. Broadband. Babies for Chronicles and Horses. What's his name? Jim Broadbent. <laughs> Jim Broadbent. Did you yeah, know he was legend. actually originally going to play... I said Horace Slocorn, you said no! Wasn't yeah, he? He's the Prime Minister and he has a very amusing moustache. He plays the Prime... He's the sort of Prime Minister role. He was originally going to play Del Boy, wasn't he? That was a... That's a what? genuine... Was he? He was the, he was, yeah, he was the first up to play Del Boy, but then they got David Jason and they liked it more because they cast Rodney first and they went, if we have uh, David Jason who's really short compared to Rodney who's really tall, that makes a really funny elder brother, younger brother mechanic where it's the other way around. And Jim Broadbent's really tall, so they they went. Well, we'll put you aside, but we'll bring you back for uh, uh, the role of Slater later on. 
So there you go. There's a fact you learnt there. That's uh, interesting. Let's let's have a chat because we've gone through whatever the fuck Matt watched. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be getting outraged about no, things, Dan. What do you want to get outraged well, about? It it deals with the horrible effects of Alzheimer's at the start, with oh Dory forgetting her family and getting lost, and oh then forgetting God. that she forgot her family, oh and God. then being alone. You what? It's very this sad. Is why I don't watch films these days. But they just oh. played that for laughs in the first one, and there was no problem. No, in this one, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot, and she's really like. In fairness, it is a Pixar movie. They don't get you crying oh, and breaking oh, your heart into a billion fuck. pieces and messing oh, up the kids. They're not happy. Oh, I'm still bitter after worst. Inside Out. I'm sorry. I know. Oh. I know you are. Hey, let's stop, right. Jason let's, let's hit the uh, the outrage because I'm going through the internet's outrage. Batman, you know, the Suicide Squad. I want to hit on the big one, which was No Man's Sky. Did anybody watch the leaked No Man's Sky footage? Because a nope. lot of uh, it came out. I've not seen the footage, but I have seen briefly. notes about it. I've watched as much footage as I can get because I want to know. You know, I'm like, I want to see what this game's like. And there's some really disappointing stuff in there. Like, I mean, the the person who's leaking it had a PS4 copy, so pop up was really <laughs> severe. No, I want to point out. Dan sent me a message going, "Oh my god, look at the fucking field of view." <laughs> <laughs> oh, the field of view is like four. Like everybody now, get your hands and cup them and put them on the side of your heads and now tilt them like just so they're about to close in front of your face, so you can just. But like you were watching like your mum being murdered while fucking your dad. Like that's how little of this you want to see. That's the field of view of No Man's Sky. It is. And that's a scene in Tarzan so as well, funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the knife and it keeps running. Uh, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> and then there's a Belgian who comes in <laughs> offering chocolates. The bastard. It's all about like chocolate rights and stuff, and actually the racism's a metaphor for different types of chocolate. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's got a really shitty field of view. What I really hate the fact that when you're landing on a planet, like the planets look really nice and like big, and you can see everything on a planet. Like it's a bit of clouded area, but it's like it's you see the whole planet. And then as you come down, the fog of war sets in. And it's just, as soon as you land, you've got, like, a couple of football pitches distance. Like, that's all they spawn. And that, for me, is the biggest killer of that game. That absolutely slaughters... You need the scale. Why won't that game? Because you, you, need, need, you need to go, oh, holy fuck, I'm on a planet. Yeah, oh, like also, also, this fucks me off to no end. You can't crash your ship. You can't <laughs> plow it into a mountain. You can't crash it into the sun. Your ship, like, just goes, oh, I can't do that. It feels very handholdy. Like you can't, you don't dock yourself. It's all like, oh, we're gonna take out the docking thing for you. And the big ships that you see, those huge, massive ships appear in the trailer. They they don't exist. The dude just flies right through those. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of people now out there with footage. Uh, there's streams going on all the times. If you want to get something, it looks it looks okay. I mean, there is like this guy found. I mean, there is an actual game breaking bug this guy found. But he found like a a, a glitch in the mechanics that basically let him hop between these two things and gradually progress to the center of the galaxy in about ten hours. Like the dude, like I think within like twenty hours had platinumed the entire game. Yeah, it's more that he found exploits than a than a. Bug, no, really. See, I've now watched it. It's not. It does not feel like an exploit. It's very deliberate, and that's why I'm there going, ah, uh, really? Like, because it gives you those. Like, if you go to a certain place, then go to another thing. It's, if you jump between these two things, you get given enough fuel to keep jumping between these two things. But the fuel is like on these pedestals. Like, take the fuel. It's. It seems like they actually want that to be a thing. Hmm. I don't know why they would want that to be a thing, but they kind of do seem to want that to be a thing. It. It just looks. Eh. I mean, the, there's a lot of bugs and stuff. There's, like, my favorite one ever. He's got this giant fish, this giant shark that's, like, just in the middle of nowhere, just struggling to survive because it's spawned where there's no water. 
Um, you can only go down 128 meters. You, they don't oh. call him Jeff, I wish. You know, right. The planets there aren't was... round, right? This is a weird thing. Planets aren't round. They don't have to be. Planets can be elliptical. No, 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 no. Yeah. They're flat. When you go what? down towards them, it actually, the, the way the game works, you can see it when the game's actually working, is they actually then fold, sort of fold the planet out a little bit. So it's actually a big flat plane. I mean, it loops round, but it's not actually, it doesn't register as flat. The, I believe, therefore, the reason they're actually putting that fog of war up, one of the reasons, is because there isn't a horizon. You'd just be able to see forever. Because they actually Good. render it as a flat plane. That's how they are rendering it in that game. But then what happens if you just keep going indefinitely? You you loop round, but they so they, so they I assume they mapped it properly, which is quite. It sounds like the planets plane. would look fucking tiny if they didn't. Oh, though, the planets are really it? tiny. You'll see tiny. like a few islands, and then they'll get close, and it's sort of you go like, okay, that's not huge. It's nothing. Nothing is on the scale of Rodina in that game. Nothing that or, I've or seen. Or fucking Space Engine. Fuck me. Yeah, well, I mean, like for me, I love Rodina. Rodina just got an update that's now like first person combat and shit. I had a wonderful Fuck. moment playing Rodina where like I I bailed out of my ship because it was like. It was crashing towards the planet and the engines weren't working. I'm like, this is bugged out, but I'm gonna bail out my ship. And then it crashed, but it, did, it, it crashed, but survived. And I had, it was like it was on fire, so the health of it was ticking down. And I had like just enough time to get there and put the fires out, and then I could repair the ship. And that fuck, I was like, that's so cool. Kind of that no man's sky. I can't just bail out your ship halfway through. I, th I believe as you go to a planet, it like auto lands you or something. I'm not into. I think you can fly around sort of the atmosphere, but it seems to be very controlled. It's very, you can get like, your... it, it goes, look how open we are, and then just... Yeah. No. But like this, this thing that this guy could find is actually like shown on your map, and it gives you... Because they were like, oh, you got to learn the languages. It gives you like a whole bunch of words. It upgrades stuff for you. It gives you the fuel. And you could then just like do these two jumps to get to another one. There's no real hunt involved. And it, I, right, I, it, the, the thing that really fucks me off... and the, the, like I, I'm seeing the footage. I'm like, actually, I may actually enjoy this game. Like, I am going to enjoy this game. But the real killer is that every planet this dude went to had life on it. And I remember them saying when they started, like, 1 in 10 or 1 in 100 is going to be, like, that'll have, like, trees on it, if you're lucky. And then 1 in 10 or 1 in 100 of those will have actual life on it. So it'll be, like, rocks. But you mine stuff, so the rocks are kind of useful. So it's, like, dead planet, gas planet, that sort of thing. And then, like, oh, life! So you get really excited about it. But apparently, like, every planet is, like, teeming with life. Oh. So it's nothing like nothing on the levels of like the thousands of life forms that we've seen in the trailers. There's always like one or two bits. So it's sort of like a weird middle ground. Um, also, if you are a plant, we would like to apologise that Dan just described you as not proper life. You're not proper <laughs> life. Fuck you. I don't give a shit. Do plants vote? No. Do they look cute? No. Fuck them. There's no points to them. They're just they're, they're there to make vegans feel superior to the rest of us. That's can can we point. cut this bit out of the version that goes up on YouTube? Because I'm uncomfortable with this level of plant prejudice. <laughs> Why do you think what's here? Here's my plant. Um, th that's a weird. That's what the fuck does that even mean? But yeah. Anyway, the No Man's Sky uh, subreddit has half exploded and half not. What? Right. The guy who makes it. I don't fucking know his name. But he, they, they're the actual like official Twitter dude. Like, they've not mentioned what the fuck's happening with the PC release. Like, even now, out, right. we don't know when the PC game's coming out. I've sent it's, them, it's the 12th, like, three, it? four emails to, like, right, three, four different... I think it's the 12th, because their website says the 12th, but Steam says the 10th, and most other places say it's coming out on the 9th on PC still. Their website updated to say the 12th, they didn't mention it, but he did put out three tweets to say, Please don't watch the leaked streams. Also, uh, I'm, I've heard from a couple of different sources that review copies are apparently going to be extremely late and hard to come by. Yeah, well, they've, they've ignored all four of my emails to them. Yeah, we've had I've, uh, a lot of people have had to go through Sony to get the PS4. Oh, I've, I emailed Sony as well. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have got them through Sony for PS4. I don't think there's going to see much PC action for a, a while. 
don't know why the PC I, wants I emailed three of their emails and I emailed Sony and not a peep. Yeah, it's 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 a yeah. I mean, it, I mean, looking at the game, I'm like, it's kind of. I like the call. I like the fact you can go to the galaxy, etc. It looks kind of. I'm not. I'm not super keen on the fact you sort of zoom out your ship to see the galaxy. I think that's a weird little thing, and it does. It looks a lot more like an indie game now. I've actually seen non-ultimate scripted gameplay. Like, there's a lot of like clipping through stuff, and there's a lot of um, problems and errors and things. But I don't know. It kind of looks fun. There's, uh, there's a few little really interesting creatures that the dudes come across. I mean, there was one that was fucking atrocious. It was like three things were glued together that's uh, been put around the internet. But <laughs> the other stuff so looks quite okay. Fun. On a scale of one to ten, yes. to all of you, uh, how disappointed do you think you'll all be on a scale of uh, sort of? You know, one being not at all disappointed, and ten being, um, you know what, this 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 doesn't really work. Considering you just forgot the name of the game. No man's sky. We happy few. There we oh, go. We on, scale the ten. Ten being we happy few. You think tens we happy few? That's like a four for me. I'm, I've I've known bigger disappointments, boy, than you. Oh, ever I was know. really disappointed with that. But then that's really my sort of thing. It's yeah, really my sort of game. Yeah, you knew what it was going into it as no, well. I'm really, I'm, I'm bloody, to I this knew what it was. Another indie game, it. darling. Another indie game, darling, that had heavy promotion. I will. I, for me, No Man's Sky is going to be like a one worth of disappointment because I, I had no hype for it because I saw that short draw distance and I went, ah, "That's nothing." I, I'm looking at the trailer now. I'm just seeing things just pop in like five feet from his fucking yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it, for me, it's not going to be more than like a two. I like. I just thought, you know what? I'll play it. I'll make like a video. I'll probably put maybe more, more than three to five hours into it, and then I'll probably never play it again unless it really nicely surprises yeah, me. Yeah, the thing is for me is it never really interested me, and they always spent so much time talking about it at E3 and conferences. Just the fact that it's out and people will stop talking about it will put it up. In my book, <laughs> I think it's kind of an interesting PR but case. That is I think just because be of me. That's not because got anything to do with the game. It just doesn't do it for me. Mm. What, yeah. they, what they always say in PR is, you know, you underpromise and overdeliver. And like a lot of people were saying, you know, when it was on Conan and stuff, oh, this game's going to change everything. It's going to be the best <laughs> no game ever. Ever said that to Peter The Molyneux. moment you set the expectations <laughs> or the expectations get too high, it doesn't matter. Even if the game is really good, it's still going to disappoint everyone. <laughs> It's like it's like what a stand-up comedian says. If you're if you're sort of comparing something, you'd never go. And this is the funniest guy in the world because the audience are gonna there go. Yeah, all right, bring it. Yeah, but they ran with it. They kind of you know they've put those quotes about how it's go you know amazing and world changing and whatever on the Steam page and stuff. They had a they, game that looked incredibly really run with beautiful. It. it looked incredibly beautiful, and they went, look at this really beautiful space game that we've got, and we're not gonna tell you anything about it. Just that it's an incredibly beautiful what? space game. But then, the reason we found out that they weren't telling us anything about it is there's very little actually in it. Oh, it says the 12th on the Steam page now as well. Mm. Ah, okay. So they actually delayed it three days but haven't yet announced that. Yeah. But are more than willing to go on the thing going, hey, could you not watch the streams? No, I'm fucking glad I watched those streams because there's some stuff that I won't know. And now I know. Oh, PC exclusive pre-purchase offer. Kickstart your adventure in No Man's Sky vast mysterious universe with a Horizon Omega ship equipped with an upgraded hyperdrive and increased firepower. So if you pre-order it, you get a better ship. Yeah, the ships changed literally nothing. Yeah, that's well. that's one of the big things they said. Ships are basically cosmetic. Yeah, ships are... It's got better firepower. Faster. Well, I assume they'll just do more damage as a boost. Like, you know, they get those games where you get, like, you put the cheat thing in. You get, like, a yeah. thing that's like, oh, skip the thing. I assume it'd just be, like, a thingy boost. A lot of games do that. Fucking the next um, <coughs> 2K17, the next WWE game. You get like a bonus to your experience while you're staying in a NXT if you pre-order the game. I'm like, bonus experience is like the killer for that game. Okay, just just <coughs> to um, disclosure, I pre-ordered the collector's edition. You twat. I know. I also pre-ordered the collector's edition just on a two, which isn't twatty. Though, you know, I so. pre-ordered the collector's edition of fucking nothing. 
But, 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 but I will try and get one of those. No, GTA Five. Cheap. I didn't pre-order that, baby doll. I bought that. Fuck the GTA Five collector's edition. Fuck GTA. I have the GTA Four collector's edition. You know what it comes with? A fucking safety deposit. Can. What? Safety deposit. And a duffel bag. Can. It's not a can, it's like a fucking, you know the things you always see in safety deposit boxes, the fucking metal drawer oh, thing. Yes. A drawer. <laughs> not a can. <laughs> you know the metal drawer things. A drawer? It's a safety deposit box. Not a yeah, can anyway. It's basically a can. It's, it's basically a, a can. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, it is a can. <laughs> it, I mean, so, I admit, yeah. I've never actually been inside a bank vault and examined it myself, but I would imagine if I did, I wouldn't just find a huge amount of cans. I mean, I doubt the ones in bank vaults can be opened with the, with the like, back end of a spoon. <laughs> I'm Googling a thing. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, I'm Googling what the definition of a can is. Like, <laughs> because I would have, for me, a can is a spherical, cylindrical even, uh, shape. And that it being cuboidal. It came with a fucking art book, a rockstar duffel bag, a soundtrack, and a fucking safety deposit box, a really shit safety deposit box. Because yeah. like it was a can, <laughs> which is the shittest kind of safety deposit box. So a can yes. with safety deposit yes. box on the side. A cylindrical metal container, according to Google, and you know what? What fuck off? Put money in here. It so said on the site. It was if, really shit. If it's not a cylindrical, it is Sorry, not a can. I ha have to interrupt the No Man's Sky subreddit, which I really should have been doing a wonderful uh, job of watching. They're basically going, oh no, this is definitely a dev copy. They're kind of, like, everybody who's leaking the footage right now. They're, oh, they're all got dev copies or demo or early versions. Like, this dude is planning the game. Like, he's finished it. No, it's early. It's a dev copy. Uh, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah the, the, the dev copies clearly have that in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I really hated the Fallout 4 kind of Elite Edition, where you kind of got the Pip-Boy that was just a tin can you put in your wrist and it had the word Pip-Boy written on it. That was shit. <laughs> John, I don't like you. Ah, oh, Matt, you've opened up a can of worms. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, right, Matt, as you're not going to be able to say much during the Harry Potter bit, would you maybe like to provide your commentary on the various bits of Rainbow Six Siege news, as you are the only real mm. Rainbow oh Six Siege? Okay. Well, I'm going to go after him, it back. Well, right. I'm not, I'm just going to say it, boy. We... They have added two new Brazilian operators, which are going to help keep the poor people away from the Olympics. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's a. That's basically it. Do they have weapons that can give the other players the Zika virus? No. That's a shame. They, they just added two. They've just added two new characters and a new map. It's they've done that. Two what about already. the cheating thing? What cheating thing? They've uh, just added a client-side anti-cheating measure on top of their server-side anti-cheating measures. I oh, thought maybe neat. you'd like I, to I've talk never, about never, that about I've the prevalence of cheating in the community and so forth. I've never had. A, I've never had an issue with cheating in it. I've never seen someone cheat. Well, they seem to think it's a serious enough issue that they've just put their first ever client-side anti-cheating system Honestly, in. Honestly, right, the Rainbow Six Siege devs seem to be so, like, they listen to the fucking community to shit, to the point where if five people complain about cheating, they'd fucking put that in. Well, that's probably, that's a, that's a really good sign. It's probably also a really it good is. sign that it's like, it wants to no, grow itself as an eSport, that they want to seriously no. stamp out any accusations Even as an eSport, right, they've, even, a, not as an eSport, they've passed this so Which many times. Which is silly, because like, real sports love being allegations of cheating. Like, they... I, I've I've seen sports news, and if you're not cheating, you're not in a proper sport. Yeah. Or there's not been accusations that people have been paid money to throw matches, as has happened in the StarCraft esports all the time. Constantly that scandal happens that people have paid money to throw matches. I have even well, heard that sometimes wrestling matches have been predetermined. 
No, 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 no. Uh, lies and slander. All right then. No, but the um, interesting thing I quite like about it, and this is kind of why I, I I quite support the game. It's the first Ubisoft game where they went, oh, we listen to you and patch things according to player feedback. Like they they for, like they they always they are still rebalancing it to make it better. They're still like listening to they 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 are always changing stuff to make it like mm. balanced and good and work, and they're optimizing stuff all the time. Yeah. It's nice. Which makes me feel good about whatever it is, that Tom Clancy Wild thing that's coming out at the end of this year. The one that looked quite good at E3. I want to point out, though, I think the devs are different, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They have a a stealthy Brazilian woman who goes around and stabs people. Mm -hmm. And they have a Brazilian man who has a, a, a crossbow. I think I've seen some footage with him, actually, by coincidence today. Played it before. In other news, another gaming news as well, the GTA V stunt creator has been released, finally. They can use all the tools. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. They, they snap together. You can turn on no clip. It's a bit fiddly, but... Ooh, no clip. Well, a very good board game has come out and said Ooh. they're doing a VR version of their board what? game, which... And all of the images of it look like you basically, you're standing in a nice forest and then your card game just comes up on a wall in front of you and you play it's your game. Oh. It's like, okay. this sounds pointless. No. What's the point I've of that? I've seen about three games on Steam, three games on Steam that do stuff like that. Um, and it, like, I'm seeing this a lot with VR games now where people are going, let's just do this normal thing but in VR and not do anything yeah. interesting in VR. And yeah, I'm, like, I've really been keeping an eye oh. for the VR games actually trying new stuff. Now, as, as, since Tabletop Sim has VR, yeah. and it has a really good moving and manipulation tool, I just like going in Tabletop Sim, shrinking myself down to the size of a playing piece, and then awkwardly trying to pick up a playing piece when I'm the size of a playing piece. <laughs> and then wander around the board doing a little dance. Can you do that like while other players good. stand around and try and smash you with their mighty hands? Yes. Ooh, that sounds, that sounds fun. Really I would totally if play Matt Squishing Simulator 2016. You can play VR and non-VR at the same time. So you can have non-VR people and VR people and it shows the, the track of the controllers and everything. Home Improvisation has the same system where one person can actually be building furniture in VR and other people can just be on the computer messing around with the room and screwing with them. Got that. There's another one as well, uh, Retro Arcade Neon, which is kind of like um, the pool one, except it's like an arcade that has bowling and uh, a bunch of like, you know, those kind of arcade shooters. And a little cinema where you can put YouTube shit videos up on. Um, it looks it looks interesting. Actually, that's a good that's another multiplayer game as well. So, you get there's some in, it's got bad reviews. Strange, I haven't tried it yet, but it's uh, there's a lot of weird VR stuff coming out now. Where devs, yeah, mm-hmm. just have we got to the mm-hmm. outrage yet? By the way, did we ever even get to the outrage? This section contains spoilers for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. If you have not yet seen Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, or, and care, I mean, if you don't care, just fuck off. If you haven't seen it and want to see it, then go away, because we're going to go into full spoiler territory. Actually, this actually just before, I, I will say, if you have tickets for the play, don't read the script, because I oh, think yeah, it's definitely. better to watch it live. So if you perhaps wanted that opinion before we say goodbye to you as to do you read the book now or do you go and see it live i would say though there is no point in reading the book ahead of time just go and see it straight in the play if you already have tickets and that's what you want to go and do 
now from now on, nothing but spoilers. Oh yeah. Wingardium Leviosa. Wow. You can fuck off try. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> we sat through your Batman shite. You have to sit through this. You brought it off. So, fuck you. To put this in perspective, I read the book because I can't be fucked to go see a five-hour-long play. Uh, and these other two have fucked off and gone to see a five-hour-long play. It's two two-and-a-half-hour-long plays. And I didn't. No, it's not because those two parts are not standalone in any way. This is true. You can watch a Harry Potter film and probably enjoy it, and uh, you'll miss some bits, but this, if you watch that second one before you watch the first one, you won't have a Scooby. Yeah. I think you could theoretically... Uh, no, okay, fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not even slightly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, right, one of us has got to do a basic rundown of the plot. Shall I do it? Because I'm really angry and I'm really sad. And oh, can, 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 okay, but if we disagree too through. much, we get to do a separate one afterwards. <laughs> yes. Are we going to do okay. sort of general opinions before we do the breakdown, or do you just want to go straight for the breakdown? I want to go through the breakdown, because okay. I want people to hear the plot. Because I'm only going to do this from the plot point of view. Like, what, the only the only thing that got me through reading that book was any time they gave a stage direction, like, his head inflates massively large. I was like, how the fuck do they do that? Like, the how the fuck did they do that in a play was the only thing I cared about. The staging is really good. Yeah, very, I assume it would very be. Good. It's, if it, if the it's choreography sounds very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That seems like it would be really good. However, really clever use of trapdoors. However, yes. I have only got the plot. Now, I was a lot of people are complaining like, oh, it's not a real novel. Like, I read scripts all the fucking time. I live for reading scripts. That's my thing. If I'm ever reading anything, it's likely a script. So I know what makes a good script. Incidentally, on Edgar Wright's website, he has uh, scripts for all three Cornetto trilogy films, and they sort of got little extra bits and pictures, and they're all done up really nicely. They're really good places to start, as they've got pictures and stuff. Um, so let's Isn't give that a breakdown. Of... That it's it's sort of just a comic, <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have like it has like little fix on the side, uh, things for the side and stuff. It looks re- it's a really nice way of reading a script. Um, let's start from the beginning. Actually, we can't or start the from end the we have to of start... the Harry Potter book. It starts we have immediately to start the end... at yeah. the end of the, the, the epilogue. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And that that is what threw me so fucking far. Because as soon as this starts, a character vanishes and is never spoken of. Yes, Teddy Lupin. Teddy Lupin. Teddy Lupin and is Victoire. the character that they set up. They, there was a lot of characters missing, but Teddy Lupin is the one that basically... They'd set up that Harry was a big father figure too, because he lost both of his parents yeah. in the Battle of Hogwarts. And this is a play about fatherhood, and he's not even mentioned. Yeah. Which makes sense, because Harry Potter's a shit father. Harry Potter's the shittest father in many ways. The yeah. number of characters who should have been in this and weren't is huge, especially considering the whole lot of characters who should not have been in this, mm-hmm. like Snape and Myrtle. And you're like, hang on, how the hell did Neville Longbottom, who gets not mentioned get like 30 times in the play, not get cast? Like, how did yeah. that not happen? So this, so you know the epilogue that everyone hates at the end of uh, Harry Potter book seven? Well, this is the continuation from that epilogue where they're all a bit grown up and it follows their kids, sort of. Except they curiously changed some of the lines around from the epilogue, which is really odd. Yeah, they've changed lines, and of course, characters have completely (laughs) fucked up, which is my favourite part about it. But all the characters have also changed, because everyone is completely different. They set up like, hey, this is a loving, caring unit, and then no, that's not a thing. So, 
Basically, Albus Severus Potter, who is Harry Potter's son. Uh, he also he has an older son that apparently he just gets along with. It's really yeah. not mentioned. Their yeah, James. He's just mentioned. good at stuff. James is good at stuff. His daughter Lily is younger. I assume they get on well. But Albus Severus and is the one And we all get to find off. out that Ginny has no control over naming her kids. Yep, not a <laughs> single word. It's like, uh, what's his face? It's like um, uh, Nick Clegg's kids. Of course, they've all got fucking something names because uh, his wife's from somewhere. I can't fucking remember. Uh, I call it George. No, it's called Holy Hero. Who the fuck's George? <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll name it after. Maybe George is not James's middle name. James George Potter. That works. Oh, can we give her off? Alfred is the middle Ginny, name. I, no. Ginny in that play just does nothing. She's just wife. She's just, she's just wife. That's the thing that she fits in is wife. So it's, it's about the kids. So Albus Serif Potter, who in the script is always referred to as Albus and is the most confusing fucking thing in the world as a Harry Potter fan. Just keep reading Albus and going, not Dumbledore, the other one. Uh, it's easier with... on stage because he looks nothing like Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, that would make it easier. But this is, again, the problem of the, the published version. He meets up with Draco Malfoy's son, Scorpius. Yep. Which is a stupid name. Uh, on the Hogwarts Express. <laughs> and, and, and Scorpius then goes over to uh, Panau and liberates them. With Sorry, loads Scorpius. of explosions. <laughs> Look, if your father's called Draco and his father's called Lucius, it kind of makes sense that there'd be a really but, pretentious Latin name. But is his father Draco? Because his whole thing is he could be Voldemort's son. That's like his thing. He's like, that's, the thing. that's the bully tactic that for his thing, is that people think oh. he could be Voldemort's son. Hang on, wait, no, 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 no. Because what we have to establish is, does Voldemort have a penis? Okay, he have a we'll, get, we'll get to this. We'll get to this <laughs> later on, because this, surprisingly, comes up in this play! Which is oh. fan fiction up the arse. But we'll get there. So, yeah, I have to agree. Yeah. The only way I made it through this was doing my normal Doctor Who rules, which is, yeah, none of this is canon. Is canon. <laughs> but but totally some of is, this is fun. But, yeah. I don't get that when I'm reading a book written by J.K. Rowling about Harry Potter. I feel like I'm there going, I have to accept this. This is not a play. Can I, 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 I don't, I don't quite... Well, it's fine because 75% of it takes place in aborted timelines anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Oh my God. Can oh I, my God. Right, no, no. Let me just get through this. I'm, I'm, I get through, I'm, I'm in Act can, 1, Scene 1 right now. Can yeah. I ask something it's quickly before we go on? Yes, Matt. Ask things. Why... Why was it the book released as a script rather than just rewriting it to be a book? That would oh, take because, longer. Because it's really shit and there's no point putting effort into that. And yeah. in fact, this is the first release of it. It's being released later on because this is the rehearsal script. When they change, when they've actually got their finalised thing, because, you know, the first few weeks they'll sort things out, they're actually releasing that as a separate script. So unless they kill 98% of that book, I don't see myself buying that second version, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I watched anyway. the almost final version, and I doubt that anything has changed. Yeah. So Scorpius and Albus become bestest of friends. Uh, they go to they go to their sewing ceremony. Draco's son gets flung into Slytherin, and <gasps> Harry Potter's son gets put into Slytherin. And then we have like he's not good with brooms. It just cuts to like him being like not good with brooms. That's like the whole thing. He's not good with brooms. And then it's four years later. He's also not good at anything else. Yeah. He's just yeah. shit. He's basically shown off that he's not great. And then it's four years later, right? So immediately, the Harry Potter son gets put in Slytherin. Intrigue? Fucks off. There's no point yeah. to it. I, a really wait, interesting I play... Shut the fuck up, Matt! A really interesting play <laughs> would be going, here's Harry Potter's son, but he's put in Slytherin, so now let's see Hogwarts from the Slytherin point of view and retell the year one story, but from the Slytherin point of view. 
with you know, with, and it's further on and things have changed. So like, oh, there's drama and intrigue. And then is this Voldemort's son? That's enough to set up a villain. That's enough to destroy their friendship. There's a really interesting story there. And it's four seconds of screen time yeah. before Question. we go on to the rest of it. Because then it's four years later. They're in their fourth year. It sort of jumps between their years. Some stuff happens that's really fucking unimportant. Yeah. Like, literally, right, in one scene, because it even describes it as like, oh, time jumps around erratically here. Yeah, it's not the only fucking point in the book with Adams. But it <laughs> it's just jumps through in this one scene, four years. So then he's like a year four, and he's best friends with uh, Scorpius. My favourite bit of the whole thing is then Rose, who is Hermione and comedy relief. I can't remember his name now. Ron. 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 He is comic. He is nothing but comic relief. Killed his character off completely. He's just no, a that's joker. good. He was shit, he was shit as a main character. He works brilliantly as an odd uncle. Yeah, I have yeah. to admit, on stage for me, he's fantastic. For me, on stage, Ron he's Weasley brilliant. was the only character I believed out of the original three. Do you yep, know why? Because his him. joke seemed like the only thing J.K. actually fucking wrote in that book. I will also totally agree it. with that. <laughs> Yeah, I like yeah. this as a comedy piece with some good special effects. There is and awful, awful the, fan fiction the plot. Plotting is just awful and has so, so much potential. Okay, I'd say as well. like it, it. I'd say like from the perspective of like having watched the the crowd in the previews watching it, it does distinctly feel like it was written for the fans. In the preview, it's nothing but fans, and they and people yep. were roaring with laughter like every other line. Yep. It felt like it was written to be funny. For the fans. Oh my god, it is not for general for consumption. Fans, that is the absolute worst thing about it. Can right. I... If you don't wait, have wait, a wait. PhD in <sighs> Goblet of Fire, you will not understand this. Can I wait? Okay. I've heard you say about, you know, a, a, a fucking hero prodigy having a son who shitted everything and is completely up to the thing. Yeah. I've heard that like five times before in other stories. Yeah, I know. Um, well, don't worry because we're going to gloss over that massively. So it's yeah. The, the, it's, it's, it's not it starts with the fourth year. Starts in their fourth years where the actual story starts. And he's a grumpy arsehole. And Albus, his son, is a grumpy arsehole because his dad. He's failing his dad. He doesn't like him, but he really wants to impress his dad. So he decides to go back in time to save Cedric Diggory's life because Cedric Diggory was just killed as the spare, so he can be happily removed from time and keep everything happy and normal. And then. Then he'll, you know, then once he saves Cedric Diggory, his dad will like him again. Also, can I mention at this point, they introduce a rule which I decide is canon before breaking uh-huh. it immediately, which is they say there's a rule that you can't go back in time more than five hours because that's so. No, they said Th- five. I thought it was one hour was the... Well, no, no, the original have, time turner. No, because they go back one more hour. than one hours in... They, go, they do go back three hours in the third book. Then five hours it is. I so swear it, was... it said one hour in the script. Okay, yeah. in my version, which was slightly later then, they said, you can't go back beyond five hours. And I was like, wow, that is a great rule. It fixes so many problems. But this time, Turner, can go back fucking years. Yeah. There's <laughs> another like, time, Turner. Okay. They, they just have it. They just have this time, Turner. Uh, no, 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 they don't just have the time turner. This time turner was confiscated off a Death Eater, who mysteriously, despite having had the time turner all this time, didn't manage to change time in any favourable way, and yet when you give it to people who are trying to use it with good, they oh, fuck it all oh, up in John. five minutes. John, so, so, what so, what, what John? the fuck was the right, Death Eater doing with Death it? Eater? You're going to have to start to not do anything with it. But, but John, what if the Death Eater put Harry's son in Slytherin? Ooh. No, Ooh. because that's that. literally that plot point never resolved. He's just in Slytherin because fuck it. Uh, one of that just my least favorite things. So, uh, Harry, right, so Harry's got his, his son's fucked off. His son finds out that there's this time teller that Harry, who works for the ministry, Hermione was minister for magic or whatever, they run the shop. Uh, 
Harry, yeah, they find this thing. He overhears and goes, I'm going to save Cedric Diggory. They break all the rules because time travel in the Harry Potter universe has been established as you can go back, but everything's already happened. Like, you don't ever change anything. Like, because everything, like, when they have the Buckbeak thing, they think Buckbeak's been killed, but actually it was saved. So time, when you go back... You, you the, you're actually going back from a point where you've already time traveled back. So time yeah, you, you can never yeah. change anything. Yeah, you you can never this change is, anything with time travel. This now is, this play has three different types of time travel effects in it. Three, and they're all shit, and it's yeah. awful. So they get. They, Speaking they, of time travel effects, by the way, can we also just say that if you watch the stage version, there's a really beautiful wibbly lighting thing that happens on stage to indicate time travel is yeah. happening, and it's gorgeous. It's genuinely it's, spectacular. It's just projection mapping. It's really nice, though, isn't it? It is nice, but it's just projection mapping. Yeah. They had to do something, because uh, if you were I like personally... me, this was the point where I first put the book down. They, well, they, oh, oh, yeah. Just through, let's just go for the plot, because I've only got half you've, an hour left. Yeah, I'm angry. I was about to say, you've slightly overlooked the, the character who introduces the Time Turner, who becomes important later on. Fuck it, we'll introduce her when it's important. Okay. Yeah. Because the, the second she the second she was Voldemort's daughter. The second she came on. Yeah. But okay, she's the only. Did anyone she not know really that she was Voldemort's daughter after the first quarter? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Because she doesn't interact with any other character apart from Albus and Scorpius. Hmm. Which makes that's it sound it. like J.K. setting up a really obvious romance, so it's actually quite cleverly induced because that's a really nice bit of misdirection that you just assume, oh, she's the love interest for Albus, whatever. Yeah, oh my god, I did not get that from the script. Uh, from you really do it from the staging. Okay. From the staging, you get uh, it like yeah, you, oh, you need the acting there. From the script, I went, oh, then what? She, there is something wrong with her. I mean, I didn't know it's Voldemort's daughter because having Scorpius be Voldemort's son by rumours and then her being actually Voldemort's daughter by a completely different thing because Scorpius is rumoured to be Voldemort's daughter because um, uh, Voldemort's son because uh, Draco hid him away first of all, but that's because his wife was ill. She is just Voldemort's daughter, and it's an entirely separate thing. It's completely misdirection, yeah. redheaded herring, which is awful and horrible. Now, uh, if you if you watch the stage, like she's set up as like a manic pixie flirty dream girl, and yeah. it's real, and you but just think, oh, she's she just going to be the love back interest. In time with, but as soon as she didn't go back in time with them, I was like, yeah. oh, she's totally Voldemort's daughter. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know Voldemort. I just went. She's there's there's the bad guy because yeah. she's not attracted to anyone, and she's the one that sort of convinced them to go back in but time. But it was so. also like the let's throw this blanket on some love potion for no reason. It was like, well, that's relevant. Yeah. Later on, they're going to yeah, put something be... on there to go back, and then later on, it was like, oh, we need to send the message back. It's like they're going to put it on that blanket and stuff. Incidentally, yeah. how much does J.K. Rowling troll you in this play? Sort of with the so flashbacks. Much. It's like the oh, let's have Aunt Petunia take me to the to the graveyard, and everyone's there going, but that never fucking happened. And then Harry Potter turns around and goes, yeah, but that never fucking happened. And you're like, why the fuck did you decide to do it then? There are so many dream sequences in this thing, and time travel, and alternate universes. It is a clusterfuck of fan fiction. But let's get started. I'm still in the fucking first half of the first play. So yeah. they decide to break into the Ministry to steal the thing because Hermione's kept it in a bookshelf. Uh, which they they kind of know, so they get they get they got Polyjuice Potion. Just they it's supposed to take a month to brew in the books. Takes a month to brew. Yeah, they pull it out of their ass. Polyjuice Potion. They become Harry. I'm reading Harry slash uh, not Harry slash Albus. Uh, Harry slash Scorpius and Albus slash whatever the fuck is just the most confusing thing in the script. I'm like, hang on. I mean, okay, this, that's the way around. They break into Hermione's thing. Books try to eat them or Albus, something. Albus it's gets beautifully staged. His, his uh, aunt. He does snog his aunt, which is probably his first kiss, knowing how much of a depressing fuckhead he is. Yeah, he probably. He snogs Hermione, who's his aunt, when he's in Polyjotion Ron mode. It's, and I don't know how they got the... As soon as she had, like, the Polyjuice potion and all their hairs lined up, you'd go, hang on, something's wrong with this bird. 
but no, they kind of gloss over all of that stuff. Uh, so they they get the time turner because they get there's these books and it's a, it's a, just a really in your face riddle that doesn't work at all in the in the script. They get the the thing. They're like, we've got a time turner. That's the end of Act One. Act Two starts and they they're on the train. Is that where Act Two starts? Is that where they're on the train or they jump off the train? Oh, that was earlier. Or something. Oh, oh no, yeah, the train's I, I much totally earlier. Forgot. That's when they go and meet yeah. Delphi for the first time. The That's mom- when they reveal that that lovely little old lady who pushes around the thing is actually a fucking Terminator. Yeah, that was just ridiculous. It kind of works. It, it's, okay, even on stage, that's really odd. Yeah, it's she really yeah. Like, weird. blows like spikes out of her fingers and lobs punky yeah. pasties and they explode like grenades it's and shit. It's really well and done. And they have a fight on top really of the train. really awfully just written. Just... And she's like, this, no one's ever... There's a beautiful ever... moment where she kind of says, I've always kept everyone on this yeah. train. Sirius and the twins tried to escape and I stopped them. And then immediately Albus and Scorpius say, hey, should we try jumping off the train? And I was like, what Which the fuck did Sirius on? try and do? Yeah. Like, what did he try and do other than jump off the train? What's yeah. even worse, right? It's like in the seventh book, don't they? Like, I remember them get, just getting off the train at some point. Like, they, they, no, they never got on before. the train on the seventh book. Oh, I, oh, I see. Oh, but the Dementors all came on and off and fuck. Jesus this is true. Christ on the bike. It's, yeah, she becomes some sort of fucking slicey thing, like terrifying, which like mutates into like a fucking wraith or some shit. And then they just jump off. But that's before. Then they get to, they've got a time travel thing. So they go back and they get, they go like, oh, we're going to stop Cedric Diggory by going to the first one where he fought the dragon because you need the PhD in Goblet of Fire. And we're going to just take his wand away. So they take his wand away and then they go back to, because, oh, this time turn is different. It doesn't just go back five hours. It can go back as far as you want it to. But, but it only lasts for five minutes. So it's like it goes all the way back, but it only lasts for five minutes. Ooh. Also, from a staging point of view, I was annoyed people didn't have Potter Stinks badges. What, just in, in the actual... Uh, when, the they thing, went, yeah. when they went back to Goblet of Fire, the fact that mm-hmm. there wasn't uh, Potter Stinks badges. And because the whole thing is about sort of the son thinks that Harry was this wonderful person and that everyone loved him, to go back and see everyone with... Potter stinks badges would be a really important emotional point to him, but yeah. I'd like to point out the biggest fucking plot hole about. in the whole thing has already happened, which is that Harry's scar is hurting him again. Oh yes, that's that. Harry's that. scar, and he can speak parcel tongue, which he could do because he had Voldemort inside him, which he doesn't have anymore. Yeah. But for some reason, he could just do because fuck it. Plot. Which which means that Voldemort should still be alive, Voldemort. right? Like yeah. Hang on. Hang, wait, hang on. Wait, wait. Does he notice this and just sort of shrug it off? Well, no, he goes. A little well, that's bit. weird. I thought this was a thing. It's it, it's it's just sort of like pushed on the thing. Just to add, it's just to add Har- Harry Scar equals tension. That's all it really yeah. adds. Well, actually, in all fairness, they do in all fairness drag him out on like into the Ministry of Magic in yes. front of a crowd of reporters <laughs> and just say, just so you know, his scars hurting again. We don't yeah. know what it means, yeah, but we thought we'd tell totally the press right now because so that's they, not going to cause mass panic. They go back and they get to see, they get Cedric. Uh, they get they stop Cedric from this thing, but he's still one or something, and nothing has changed except one thing. And if you go back in time and change something massively and only change one thing i immediately hate your time travel now ron and hermione hate each other that's like that's literally they're not married that's, no that's like, no the thing is now it's worse than that it's worse than that why is it because if, if hermione doesn't get snogged or wedded or whatever by ron then she becomes a bitter shrew oh, yeah. who's not professionally successful She's because ron was the key to her success also apparently becomes a defense really against annoying. becomes a defense against the dark arts teacher despite it categorically being said that is the only subject in which she doesn't get an outstanding that is the only yep. subject she's not good in and apparently that's the one she's a teacher in it was yep. like 
Did you guys only, not even only read? She'd the had books? sex with Ron, then she'd be successful professionally. Yeah. If yeah. only. Yeah, it's not great. So basically, they've not changed anything. But oh, and at this point, Harry is fucking nineteen eighty four in the shit out of his son. Like he goes up to Professor McGonagall. Oh yeah. Like he he fucking tortured a bitch for Professor McGonagall, right? That that's the level Harry of love Harry has for him. And he just goes up to Professor McGonagall's like, yeah, this is the Marauders map. Spy on my son at all times, and if he's anywhere near Scorpio. Fuck him off, because there's a, there's like 16 prophecies in this thing, but he meets Bane in the forest, and Bane's like, oh, the moon is weird. And he's like, oh, that means that my son's a bit, a bit dangerous, so yeah. he can't hang out with Scorpius anymore. That scene does this... not work any better on stage, by the way. It literally yeah. goes from <laughs> Harry Potter being concerned parent, to overbearing parent, to terrible parent, to fuck the Geneva right on human conventions <laughs> in about 30 seconds. Okay, so... I'm, like, I'm yeah. thinking, what the fuck is happening? This... I literally yeah. thought, as a plot point that something's like wrong lids, I was literally thinking, like, is Voldemort like possessing Harry right now or something? I was literally thinking, is yeah. this a plot point? That Harry's acting so ridiculous, it must be a plot point that something's wrong with him? No. Oh, he's just a dick. Yeah, that that was the moment where I kind of when there's no way this is canon because for me the most important thing about Harry Potter is about the fact that it's not what you're born but what you grow to be and the whole thing yeah. is about you know Harry Potter is the hero because he saves Draco even when Draco's a death eater and trying to kill him and yeah. Dumbledore Harry does that does, I want to point and then out, for Harry, Harry Potter to suddenly go sate. He explicitly states the reason he's a bad dad is because he didn't have one. Mm. That's, act, that's a line from the script. He goes, oh, I never had a father, so I don't know how to do this. And there's like, Teddy's fucked. Teddy's lost in London for the last five years. He's gone feral. Like, where's he gone? He just sleeps in a box under a bridge somewhere. He <laughs> doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck Teddy. Yeah, so then... He's, okay, had, right, he's had a fair number of surrogate fathers who didn't do too yeah, bad Yeah, that's the thing, job. right? Because the rest of this fucking play is wanking off Snape and Dumbledore. Like, yeah. oh, they... <laughs> His kid, he's named after two father figures that he had. And he's there going, I yep. know dad. You fucking did, you greedy bastard. And we've <laughs> yeah, also... two of them. And we've not included Sirius there. Three. Or, That's, yeah, or, Sirius Black, yeah. Or Mr. Weasley. And kind of Remus. Kind of Remus yeah. in the third oh, book. Oh, and kind yeah. of Remus. A Remus as well. So, yeah, so other he's than got, like, the five <laughs> surrogate fathers. And the two that he named his <laughs> son. Ron's dad kind of fills the role as well a yeah, bit. Yeah, so. yeah. That, <laughs> was, that was a bit when the Roman... What, what have the Romans ever done for us, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Of the six surrogate <laughs> fathers who all ended up leaving me. <laughs> right, so then, Cedric, that's not changed enough, so they decide to go back in time again. They go back, and instead, and this is the best bit, instead of uh, fucking up Cedric in the first task, they try and fuck him up in the second task, and they want to embarrass him, not just stop him. So they make his head inflate, and then he floats, and everyone laughs at him, right? Then they go back to the real world, only Scorpius goes back, not Albus. Albus has vanished. And because, it, right, the this is the second time travel rule they break. Are you the same person when you travel? Or are you taking the body of the person who was there? Because the first one is like, you're the same person. And the second one was, you're taking the body of the person who's there. So in this one, it's like fucking the darkest timeline. Voldemort It's Voldemort's rules. day, Dan. It's oh Voldemort's no, day. That is the worst part of this fucking thing. Because they're all <laughs> just going... Voldemort day, everybody. Right? It's like it's like Voldemort's like taking a... He won. Do you know why? Because Cedric Diggory's embarrassed, so he turned to the dark side and killed Neville. Literally, he turns to the... Because he got a bit embarrassed one day. He, he becomes a death eater. Like, fuck that guy. I don't want to save him anymore. This play made me happy Cedric Diggory died. <laughs> Maybe he was a dick. Point. We don't know. He was one bad day away from becoming a Death Eater. Fuck that guy. Seriously. 
Right, that's just, just the worst thing. So, like, it's it's everybody, all these people, like, they're torturing. <laughs> Kill the fucking... spare before he kills us all. Before <laughs> yeah, <no, right? laughs> the biggest hero of them all. They're torturing muggles and shit in the basement. It's like it's it's a mud blood. Sorry, they're in the basement. They're like it's the worst thing in the world, right? And they're all calling him Voldemort. I'm like, For he's the... the most powerful wizard. You all fear him. You all call him. You know who? Because he's so powerful. Now he's at his absolute maximum powerful, and you're going around with banners saying Happy yeah. Voldemort Day. Also, hang what on, I need to stop fuck? you here. There's something very important we need to discuss here, which is coming. Up only in the stage that play. wasn't nice. Uh-huh. J.K. Rowling has decided she doesn't like how Voldemort is pronounced anymore, and she's changed it to Voldemort, which everyone in the play consistently says, and no one says Voldemort. It's what? now Voldemort. It was always Voldemort. What? The well, fuck? It wasn't in the films, and J.K. got to sign off on all of them. It's Voldemort. It's always been Voldemort. Also, in that, not they in the films, it's not. It's really Voldemort in all the films. Because when they get there, he's like, he's met Who by Scorpius. Met by. Uh, Scorpius is met by uh, Umbridge, and she's like, sorry, can I just say the remake of The Dark Mark is very nice in the stage show. I liked that. Yeah, That that was good design. In the book, it was the same. (laughs) In the book, they never mentioned it. Right, Umbridge is full on evil because she's like running Hogwarts what or something. But she was now never full on evil. She always was, really. She no, was no, no. Totally full she on was anti Death Eater. She was always anti Death Eater, but she was pro the Except ministry. Except in Book Seven, when she. Well, fuck Book Seven. I mean, really, I don't like Book Seven. <laughs> she... Doesn't mean you just get to rule it out of canon. She, books, well, can, book oh, seven well, is we're doing that with this, in. aren't we? Book seven <laughs> very much canon is in canon. This is not. But remember, the, it's book seven happened because of the stuff that fucked up. That stuff would like never have happened if they had gone back in four and changed everything. Like, so Voldemort was already in power. She probably would have tried to keep fighting that. Like, it just felt really weird that she was like, oh, she's generic evil lady. No, she, just... I mean, she is pretty evil in general. Like, she's I mean, pretty evil. She she steals Medi's eye and. Starts screening for pure bloods in book seven, so she's pretty much already on the Death Eater lineup. I've only read book seven once, and I've read all the other ones a lot. Like, I, book seven's a nice tie-up, but it's like eh, it's also the worst film. Oh my god! That yeah, part I that reread so seven horrible. before watching the play to make sure that I was up to date on things. So, yeah, I would have forgotten that as well. But yes, to, right. Umbridge was already. A really nasty bit of stuff. 18 minutes left. I've got to get through this thing. Yes. So, okay, it's Voldemort day. Yeah. Scorpio is now stuck in. Scorpius is now stuck in the evil. Everything's evil world. He goes to Professor Snape. He's like, "Oh, you used to wake yourself off over Lily." Oh. And so he's like, "I trust you. Come to our secret base." And like Hermione's like all Mad Max. The book describes her as something like looking every bit, uh, every bit the bitch she's supposed to be. What? It's like the, I really I, I don't have time to go. She's find just like, dressed in a bit of just normally with a, a, a leather strap or something. Oh, right. yeah. the book, I thought she was fucking mad maxed up. She had like no, she's just like in robes. I think she's like wearing a belt. Right, that, this that, is that, the, that's this the, the bitch. She right? She's wearing a belt. This is the part where Snape just fucks off. He's like laughing and joking. He's making crack wise, but like in the book, yeah. he reads like a totally different character. And this is a world where for the last nineteen years. He's been under Voldemort's rule. Like, you'd yeah. think that would make him a bit more bitter. Yeah. And he just felt like a really shitty... Like, everything feels really just shitty. Maybe he really was evil like, all over. That's what kind of made me he feel about He was a bit him. evil all along. He, he was, was a, a bit dick. evil. And now he's just sort of enjoying it. But yeah, then they have the whole everybody dies because we've gone back in time and it doesn't fucking matter scene. And then they undo that by going back and... Right, they do this in the wrong fucking order. They stop the first thing that they did because they go back and they're like, okay, we're going to stop embarrassing... We're going to disarm ourselves... Which again is breaking that rule that uh, the third one's up. They stop themselves in the first thing. They go to the first uh, time they went back, the first tournament, and stop themselves. And then they go to the second one. You don't do it in that order. When you're trying to undo things, you do it in the reverse order. Like I've no like when the, I, 
Yeah. I don't know how they went. We've done that thing, and then because why now? Why did you go back to that second one? That never would have happened. You created paradoxes. That has, that has just fucked you up even more. But the book's like, nah, everything's fine, and so everything's fine. And from that point on, everything's fine. And they're like, oh, we've done it. We, I, we're done. Everything's I can't fine. remember. Did they actually go back and fix the underwater one as well? I yeah, thought, yeah, I yeah, thought they, they, they only that, went yeah. back to the... Uh... No, the book says they do the oh, first okay. one first, and then they do the underwater one. And so that's paradox of shit, but that's what fixes everything. And that's when I went, okay, that's time for the, the thing to end. And then it's like, all right, you still got like uh, a third of this left? I'm like, what the fuck? Because that's like the point where you wrap that story up. <laughs> no, 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 because then they reveal that, oh, this lady's evil. And they're like, oh, Voldemort had a daughter, which just wrong. Everything yeah. about that concept is wrong, right? You've got an immortal guy, like Voldemort's an immortal wizard who is the, like the most evil, self-centered, like Harry Potter's moral is work as a team. His thing is like, I don't give a shit about anyone. Like, yeah. he is an immortal wizard a hair would be literally the worst thing for him to get like someone with his power but like like that never he's also never very pro hair. being bald yeah he's also very pro being bald and women look awful bald that's not a real thing they look amazing bald but it's just it's it just true yeah he, he's immortal so he doesn't need a hair and if he had a hair that would think like i like Let's put it this way. If Voldemort had to abort a child, he'd abort a child. He had fired yeah. a cadaver of the shit out of that bitch. Like, that's... I don't understand I how this child existed. It just feels like fan fiction bullshit. And, like, just the idea... Of, yeah, and, and as Matt was saying oh. before he fell asleep earlier, Voldemort must therefore have some form of penis, but not a uh, nose. Yes. Hmm. But hmm. I have to say, for me, like, I hated the fact that the son of Potter was the good guy... And the son of Voldemort, so, uh, sorry, daughter of Voldemort was the bad guy. I'm like, but the whole point of Harry Potter is that you're not who your parents are. And it's not yep. about blood. Yep. It's, Choices it's we like, make. This is such a whole thing is just sort of, hey, isn't everyone who their lineage is? And it was like, no, that is exactly the opposite message of Harry Potter. Scorpius managed to do that though, because Scorpius is completely different to his parents and kind of does. No, because kind of his breaks mum's away. lovely. His mum's lovely and his dad's lovely after he's had him. So he's come from lovely mom? people. But now, now, right? Let's get. Let's finish this thing uh, off. Uh, right? Who's his mom? Who's oh, his mom? No uh, one a, we know. a story or someone. Just uh, she, we don't she's care. Mentioned. She's lovely. She, she, she's never she on stage. Dies and she dies in that fast flip through between all the the years, which just pisses Drake off, yeah. which makes Drake into antagonist again. We don't know when she, she dies off, off screen. Go, it's fine. Go, okay, great, fucking great, right? Yeah, lady. it's yeah. not only so, does right, she die every time they change time. They have to recheck that she's definitely dead, and at no point does she come back. That's like a Voldemort pulled top. a daughter out of his ass, and Draco pulled a son out of his ass. Everyone can just pull children out of their ass if they need to. All right. Yeah. Right. So we we at some point we have a scene where Harry talks to Dumbledore's painting. He has a few of them, but there's one where he says, "I loved you, Dumbledore," and that's another close the book, put it down. All right, bring myself back together. What the fuck? Like this. This basically Harry's just going, "You were never there for me." Like he's having an argument with his dad. Yeah. They go, oh, I don't have a father. It's just all that sort of shit just doesn't work. And then, right, she reveals herself as the bad again, guy. She takes... Again, a piece of stuff that I will take as canon is the comment about minutes. is the comment about the paintings <laughs> not actually being real people. That, yeah, this that just was sort of a like, really nice of sort of yeah. line. Like those two lines, I will take out, and everything else isn't canon. 
Yeah. We've also so, entirely skipped over McGonagall, who's great in this whole thing. No, yeah, I didn't. Get... No, because she agrees to spy on them. I can't believe she agrees that she right did and that. then it's like, uh, yeah, she but then she does it in the most half-assed way possible, where she deliberately no, does it. No, she, she no, she probably does it, and then it's like, actually, this is really creepy. I'll stop. I can't even believe that she would say, "I'm honestly up to no good." Like that alone to activate the Marauders map is yep. an impossible thing for McGonagall. Solemnly swear, I'm up to no good. Right, got to get to this quickly. Uh, we have, right, so then Baddie reveals herself like, haha, I'm the Baddie, and I have to take you two back with me to the third challenge, where we're gonna kill Cedric Diggory ourselves or some shit, but she has to take them back because, uh, because the prophecy said so. Where this prophecy comes from, that's another thing that's flown out of somebody's arse. She has a prophecy. Hall of prophecies, Hall of prophecies, probably. It's been destroyed when she was born, if she's Voldemort's child, that would have put it after the, she, because she was born near the sixth book. But, you know, Beltrix died at the seventh, so she's sort of in the sixth book. So, Hall of Prophecies, it wouldn't have been Hall of Prophecies, because that's the fifth book, isn't it? I believe. Yeah, there I might have been one that survived Basically, yeah. It, no, fuck it. Fuck it, because I'm not accepting that. So, they go back in time. They go to the mace thing. She goes, oh, bollocks to you. Cedric does a thing, and he's all right. But then she goes, I'm going to go back further. So, she goes back to the day that Harry Potter's parents are killed, and for some reason, again, takes them with her. And oh, she, and she also destroys the time turn at that then, point for literally no reason, even though she could just keep it and use it again if she needs to. She destroys the time thing, right? So there's me going, right, so this magical artifact which brings you back five minutes, you could stop by destroying it? Because the previous one's never brought you back, you just had to wait out that extra time. But this one's like, it, it always brings you back through time, unless of course you just turn it off, like just destroy it. Like you'd just be able to go like, oh yeah, expel our armors or some shit, and then that would just not work. But apparently no one had come around to think of that. So they're now trapped in 1981, which is the year when Harry Potter's parents got offed. And then they're like, oh, mm-hmm. how do we get back? How are we going to do this thing? Because, oh, shit, no. Oh, God, then you have the worst fucking bit of the book, which is just when you just at that point where you're like, whoever wrote this has never read the Harry Potter books in the details that I have. Oh, yeah. They go they go to Harry Potter's house. Yeah. And they go, oh, he's going to turn up. Voldemort's going to turn up and she's going to be like, yes. hey, Voldemort, let's yes. see things. And you're yes. going, hang on. <laughs> right? Oh, there's a scene. <laughs> Lily and James leave their house, right? Not they never that. did that. Not only that, they can see the house. Yeah, the the secret fuck secret keepers, fuck secret them. keepers, fuck secret keepers, fucking hall. Everyone that house, the house, you can't see without the secret keeper explicitly telling you in there. This is one of the most established points in the Harry Potter book. They leave the house, which completely contradicts everything yeah. we've ever heard about them being annoyed that they're cooped up in the house. They just, they shouldn't have been able to see it. The fucking, was it Fidelius Charm or something? Fidelius, but yes. Fidelius, yeah. yes. I was close to fucking You were pretty tough. close. Well for trust. Yes, see, they got this thing. So they just, they also, can see this house. They're like, oh, hang on they the have hashtag keep the secret and not hashtag secret keepers, which also yeah. shows just how much they no, no, didn't no, know about this. They clearly had, they just, nobody remembered that bit. Mm. Don't draw attention to secret keepers right. for fuck's sake. Change so the hashtag. Like, change the hashtag. We have to send a message back in time. So they have a. They got the, the, the that that scene early where a blanket, a love potion falls onto a blanket. They're like, oh, what con- what fights a love potion? And then Scorpius is fucking Rain Man, and the scene is like, oh, if we have this really fucking rare ingredient, we'll be able to like put it on the thing and like spell some words out. And then when he sees it, we can spell a message when the love potion hits it. And you go, wow, that's brilliant. Where are we gonna get that? Well, uh, Bathilda Bagshot lives here. Let's just steal it from her house. Yeah. Bathilda Bagshot is a historian. She's a historian. She wrote the fucking history book that they use. She didn't fucking do potions. And she didn't have the ingredient that's used to make invisibility cloaks, which is what that ingredient is. 
Like, if they've just gone, oh, we need some, like, snakeskin. Oh, where do we get snakeskin? I would have believed it. But when they're like, oh, we need this, like, fucking hyper-rarest fucking platinum-covered diamond magic bullshit in the world. And they go yeah. to the house like, oh, next door's a historian who, a fucking quote from the thing, doesn't keep, is known for not locking her doors. And she's got literally the most expensive element in the wizarding world just, like, fucking farting around there. Can we also just mention for a second how the reason why Albus has this blanket is because Harry Potter decided, being such a good father, on one particular evening he was going to give one of his children an invisibility cloak, the other one magic fairy wings, and the other one an old mouldy blanket. Yep. Yep. Because Harry Potter's the shittest father. Because the blanket meant more to him. Yeah. But the blanket, the blanket meant more to him, even though he only found out when Opportunity died in between the movies and now. All the books in there, all movies in there, really. Right, so now they've sent the message back in time, and Harry's like, okay, we know where they are, because it's like Gorgic's Horror and the date. He's like, how do we get there? And Traco fucking Malfoy comes in the room, like, I have a time turner! Yeah. <laughs> I've just got a spare what? time machine, lads. Don't worry. What? Right, and he's had yeah. it in the family forever. Like, you were sucking Voldemort off. Why the fuck did you give him that? Like, you give him that earlier on and go, hey, Voldemort, you can undo the Harry Potter thing. He would go, hey, I'm going to suck your dick. Like, just, you'd have Voldemort, like, you'd be like, oh, you're number two. You're, you'd become Voldemort's fucking bearded Riker if you had done that. And apparently, no, his Draco's dad just didn't want to give that to Voldemort. And he just pulls it out of his ass. Question. But not even that, right? It's no. a golden one. You can go back in time okay. for as long as possible. Okay, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Why, no, okay, no, the time turn at the Draco has is a recent one. Uh, I thought, I thought, no, I thought they, in the script, Both they it as like, we've had this in my family for ages, and I wanted to keep it just oh. in case there was a second one. No, he said that the first one was a prototype for that one in my version oh my of God. the play. Oh, my God. Like, okay, I'm not saying it was logic, much better, Voldemort. but it was, <laughs> like, 1% less shit than you think it was. But it's literally, they pull out, they're like, oh, we have another method going back in time. But at least he would have mentioned totally that during the that. whole yeah. thing. Yeah. <sighs> it, it, that's so, not any better on stage. That's still kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. <sighs> so by that logic, then, Voldemort, at any time in the films, technically, could have just, instead of faffing around doing all whatever the shit he was doing, could have went... Oh hey, there's like two time turners that exist that I can just go back whenever. Yeah. yeah, both of which were in the possession of either Death Eaters or former Death Eaters. Yeah, I mean, okay. okay so by the time that I saw it, they had established that those were recent inventions. Uh, so not Voldemort could not have had yeah, them. Yeah, it's. Yeah, but the time travels and Death Eaters are still out there. So and the Death Eater had it. Well, that is the other thing. Death Eaters did. But managed happen. to do a shitter job with it than two kids did without trying. So, yeah, yeah. Basically, it is. It is. It's a mess. It's a fucking mess. So then, they, then they all turn up there and they have a big fight. Like the girl comes there, she's like, "I'm actually just going to tell him to not kill Harry Potter because Harry Potter was his weakness." And then Harry becomes Voldemort. They like transfigure him into Voldemort. And he's like, "Oh, I'm your dad. You should stop doing that thing." And then they have a massive battle with her, and he sh- she's a fucking super mad, but they beat her. And then they go. Back oh, and also, fine, the and fact they that they have to force... He's like, the clue is going to be when she steps into the light and no one said, that's a stupid idea. And then yeah. they have a whole scene where he's like, come and sit into the light, which is literally just turns into a pantomime. At which point <laughs> yeah. you're just there going, it's ridiculous it's on stage. It's behind you. Stupid. 
Oh. Also, the fact just just on, just you know on stage, like it feels. I felt sorry for her because like she's basically what she's like seventeen years old or something. She's twenty. Like, she's described no, in the play as being she's twenty something. She's, she's twenty, 20 something. something. So and if has she was seventeen, even, even she would have been born has, two years after. Even Bella if she has some form of strong genetic affinity for magic, she's going up against about eight withers with decades more experience than her, many of whom are very very powerful. Like it feels like they just bully her at the end. Like yeah. it doesn't feel like it's a fair fight. They just and she's defeated. By being shot by all of them at the same time. Oh, like in the book and in the script, it's like it's a massive struggle and they only just overpower her, sort of thing. No, they basically all step out and shoot her at the same time yeah. and then she's dead. It, <laughs> it feels like, oh god, that just wasn't fair. She never stood a bloody chance. Yeah. You feel and like then, Hermione would have her on her own. And then basically, they that's it. They wrap up the story. They've got, that's four times they've trapped back in time with four different rules. Oh, Harry has to watch his parents die again somehow, even though the charm thing's still there. Yeah, it uh, feels so, like it. Yeah, he he's like, oh, I watch my parents die and stuff, and then that's 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 sort of. And then they go, then they're on a field of their Diggory's grave, and it's like, oh yeah, he was nice, wasn't he? I, did, I never knew. Oh, some like a kid from Hogwarts gets killed off at some point. I don't fucking get. Yeah, that scene fucking drags on. By the way, it's like the end of Return of the King. You just think this really should be over by now? Why isn't it over? <laughs> yeah. And what, then, why yeah. are you just talk, why are you just standing in a cemetery then, talking they're, they're, to each other? They're, they're standing over the like Cedric Diggory's grave and they're like, oh, he was great. I'm like, no! No, he wasn't! What embarrassment! That's all it would have taken! And Cedric Diggory would have started slaughtering his way all the way through Hogwarts. He was a loose fucking cannon, and I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> and that is uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Now, question I have for the people who have seen it. Yeah. The way Harry Potter books work is. The, there's the title, and the title is the thing that once Harry Potter works out what it is, it ties in the story all together. So no, that's literally always the everyone turning. Everyone's the cursed point. child. It's never revealed. There's no indication through the staging who the cursed okay. child is. Who is the cursed? It's, it's, it's no it's one. Everyone. No, the it's sort of everyone. The cursed child is uh, Voldemort's daughter, which is why the there's that nest and the wings because it's all reference to her, and she's a a flying. Bird but name. she's the only one who doesn't have a curse on her at some point. Like yeah. Albus and Scott is both indicated to have curses to on her. She never does. And doesn't. I mean, she's supposed Albus to be is, the curse. Albus has so. like the brains, like oh, he has a thing following around. They they set them all up, but at the end, I kind of wanted to go. Oh, <laughs> she was a right cursed child, wouldn't she? <laughs> That's yeah. what I mean. Bane literally says, oh, Albus might have a bit of a dark cloud. Harry's like, all right, I'm going to fucking tear up my human right of conventions on this shit based yeah. on the vague mumblings of a centaur. Yeah. yeah. Why Why was he in Slytherin? Never established. He was just in Slytherin. Just in Slytherin. Kind of misdirection. I didn't because, really have like, a problem with him that's why he doesn't get on with his father, but yeah, it's but, not. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It, that's not how the sorting hat works. The sorting hat wanted to put Harry Potter in Slytherin because he had fucking Voldemort also, in his head. Also, for the record... The sorting hat was a bowler hat, and that was uh, really annoyed me. Well, it was it was a black guy in a bowler hat in my yeah, performance, at least. It was, and he kind of wanders around and and put he takes the hat off his head and puts it on someone else's head. Yeah, and then he himself there's like the the hat's not a puppet or anything. It's yeah. not anything like the films. But it's also right. a it's bowler odd. hat and not a wizard's hat, and that pisses me off. Interesting. And I want to leave you now because we've now we've got one minute left for after wrap this up. My favourite line from the entire book that wasn't the I love you Dumbledore one or any other ones was this line that I couldn't... I had to read it three or four times to go, wow, JK actually wrote that line. The line is... And I think it's uh, uh, Scorpius who says it when he sees something... I don't know. I can't fucking remember. Jesus, I don't care. He says, the line is, wow, squeak, my geekness is a-quivering. 
You know that bit in Harry Potter where Dumbledore has to drink from the like that thing and it starts making him really weak, but he has to keep going and keep drinking it, otherwise he'll never get locked. And he keeps yeah. drinking it and drinking it and going and drinking and going. And it's killing him. It's killing him. And he's drinking it. It's pain and it's agony. And he's forcing it down his throat. He's drinking it. That was this for you, was it? Just, just came into my head then. That bit, you know. <laughs> No idea why. Anyway, I think uh, it was final comments, final wrap up. Uh, on this thing. I still came away enjoying it, but I do say that yeah, the plot is just awful. Like you have mm -hmm. to go through it going, okay, it's a it's a good episode of Doctor Who. It's not very good at being Harry Potter. It's pretty it good at being Doctor, Doctor Who. Rules. Because good Doctor, Doctor Who breaks Doctor Who's time travel rules. I all of Doctor Who breaks Doctor Who's time travel rules. Um, <laughs> So that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, but Doctor like, always has the same type of time travel in every episode. Each episode may have different types, but it's consistent throughout. This had three yeah. different types of time travel and three different types I'm of how I'm not overly sold work, on that. Just... But, um, and it was very fun, and I liked the jokes. And uh, I, J.K. Rowling has written good mysteries since Harry Potter, which is what I like yeah. about Harry Potter. But she hasn't actually mm. written anything with good comical characters so it was nice to see her write some jokes. Yeah, if you were there in the audience, like the, the predominant reaction is overwhelming. There was a lot of laughter from the audience. Like it is a fun. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely got. It's a funny thing it. for the fans. It's it's quite light-hearted. Yeah. Most of it. It's mainely fun for the fans. That's yeah, what it, it is. It would have been it's so not much be taken better. Seriously. So much better if we just had first-year Albus. He's in Slytherin. The family name's yeah. hanging over his head. He's hanging out with someone who's like Voldemort's son. Go from there. That's a story to tell. And then you can have. Harry's uh, parenting issues, but tell them from a distance with owls and... Yeah. I mean, I'd have liked James Potter bullying Voldemort's son and saying, yeah. hey, actually, just because that's the, son, that's the daughter of Voldemort and that's the son of Harry Potter doesn't mean they're the good guy and they're the bad guy. Like, yeah. they're separate people from that and that reinforcing that storyline... Um, yeah, but no, it wasn't. You are your parents. Also, Hermione, I really... I don't know how she worked in the book, but I really didn't feel like they got her anywhere near right. Yeah, I, I, I came away thinking Hermione didn't feel Hermione-ish. Like, didn't, they didn't carry the yeah, spirit off her, really. I think some of that's just because Hermione's supposed to be the bossy know-it-all. And once they sort yeah. of made her Minister of Magic, but she's not really the main character, which meant she couldn't really be the bossy know-it-all. But she didn't spend yeah. much I felt time Ron, correcting Ron was people. a great extent. Yeah, Ron felt like a good extension for Ron. Harry Ron felt was to me like wonderful. a reasonable Ron in the. Ron, Harry felt like Harry in the future. Like, okay, I understand Harry why Harry was, would be yeah, a shit dad, and it Harry makes sense was, to me. Hermione, I kind of felt like I don't really know if you know. I just felt like they didn't know what to do with Hermione, really. Yeah, I totally didn't had really, that too. She didn't have like I couldn't remember like I couldn't remember a single like really a standout line that I remember her saying that will stick with me. At oh all. god, guys, we're being played out. But <laughs> it's ten o'clock. Right, I'm off. Thank you for listening to that random. <laughs> the Nerd Cube. Yeah, that was the average episode. <laughs> the Nerd Cube. See you later, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm also Goodbye. outraged about things that aren't Harry Potter. Spectro, fucking awful play. Oh, the Patronus was an awful effect. That was such a letdown. Oh, yeah, that was God. really fucking weird. It was... Shut up. I don't even Just know how that was off. supposed to be. Shut up, done. John. Yeah, Shut no, up, John. Really